Blog Talk Radio. Given what most Americans believe, the next statement may be more shocking than any previous. The fact is, the United States is not a country, but a corporation contractually created by the Constitution. Your state is a country, per the law, and your original citizenship is of that country. Our founders instituted themselves to be first and foremost citizens of their respective states. As of 1787, those states already had formed a union, and they created the Constitution for the purpose of perfecting that union in forming a national government. They did not intend that the new nation have any jurisdiction or powers over the states or their citizens that were not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. They stated this point quite clearly in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution. They granted the United States exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 miles square as may become the seat of the government of the United States, our District of Columbia, and to exercise authority over all places purchased by the consent of the states. And that is all. The framers further secured the rights of the people with the Ninth and Tenth Amendments in the Bill of Rights. In the Ninth, they established that the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And in the Tenth, they made clear that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. The only way the federal government can have any jurisdiction beyond these constitutional clauses is by written permission or contract. Which leads us to another piece of the puzzle, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, ratified in 1868 following the Civil War. As barbaric as it may sound today, the black slaves prior to the conclusion of the Civil War were legally considered to be property with none of the rights or privileges of free-born people only duties. The money interests took advantage of America's desire to free the slaves and found a way to use the swiftly adopted post-war constitutional amendments to enslave all of the people. The deceit is in the wording of both the 13th and 14th Amendments. You will note that the 13th Amendment provides that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States. But why the emphasis on involuntary servitude? Isn't it the same thing as slavery? Sure it is. But they had to mention the concept of involuntary servitude because they wished to retain another type of slavery, voluntary servitude. Voluntary servitude is an ancient and established concept. It was the way serfs became subjects to their lords during feudal times in England and other European countries. It was a way for free men to earn a living at a time when all property was held by a select few, and thus anyone who wanted to farm and support their family had first to agree to be subject to a lord of the land. Our forefathers hated this concept and designed our Constitution to exclude titles of nobility, making all Americans sovereign. The 14th Amendment turned the intention of the founders on its ear by making voluntary servitude a requirement for former slaves to gain the rights already guaranteed to free-born 
United States citizens. When the slaves were released from their involuntary servitude following the war, their status was changed from that of being property to that of being a person. But being a person still entitled them to none of the rights associated with citizenship. So the 14th Amendment ostensibly was written to provide the former slaves with the same constitutional rights of freeborn American citizens, but only if they agreed first to become subject to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, making oneself paramountly, that is, first subject to the jurisdiction of the laws of the United States, however, limits access to parts of the Bill of Rights, as we'll explain in a moment. But first remember, Anyone who voluntarily subjects himself to the laws or jurisdiction of another is, in every way, obligated to abide by the terms of any contracts or laws established by whomever establishes the rules of the contract. In simple terms, this meant that the former slaves became subjects first to the United States and secondly to the state in which they lived. They had no sovereignty whatsoever. This status had never existed in the United States prior to that time. The 14th Amendment created a new class of citizenship in the United States, a second-class citizenship. Up until 1868, every American was a paramount citizen of their state, and by virtue of that, also a citizen of the United States, with full individual sovereignty as guaranteed by Amendments 9 and 10 in the Bill of Rights. But so-called naturalized citizens, or 14th Amendment citizens, are paramountly subject to all laws of the United States, and, having no status as freeborn citizens, have no access at all to the unenumerated rights retained for the people by Articles 9 and 10 of the Bill of Rights. That's because, in order to get any rights at all, they had to subject themselves to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States which left them no unenumerated rights. The only rights they had were those specifically written into the Constitution. The sad tragedy of America today is that all U.S. citizens, regardless of race, are now 14th Amendment slaves due to contracts with the government of the United States through Social Security, birth certificates, driving licenses, citizenship statements, tax forms, and many other documents. The true paramount citizenship that all Americans deserve is that of their respective state, which is a sovereign citizenship. Such status would exempt them from federal and state income taxes, as well as property and inheritance taxes. This sovereign citizenship was the status held by our forefathers. Now, if you're still thinking that the U.S. government needs to have a central bank and collect income tax or it will collapse, think again. Over two-thirds of the federal government's income is derived from sources other than income tax. There is even evidence suggesting that none of your income tax is used by the government. Fees, excise taxes, tariffs, sales taxes, and other forms of income have easily supported the U.S. budget in the past and could easily support it now. We have done without a national bank for large stretches of our history, and the U.S. Treasury is perfectly capable of printing and managing a money supply. In fact, the only constitutionally sanctioned currency is backed by gold or other precious metals. This is a far more stable form of currency and is the type of money the Treasury was designed to handle.
The government was doing so well collecting money under these original laws that it had amassed a huge surplus by the time this cartoon was penned a hundred years later in 1887, when there still was no income tax collected at all. Up to this point, we have shown you how the money interests have, one, established the Federal Reserve System, and two, exploited a second class of citizenship created by the 14th Amendment for other purposes. And we have mentioned a few names involved in the creation of the Fed. But there are other organizations working for our economic enslavement as well, along with other extremely rich and powerful international bankers. Those who support the Fed have created a global movement to centralize economic power in various puppet organizations that preach peace and stability through some variation of socialism, but act aggressively to draw nations into a web of foreign debt and servitude to their agenda. The United Nations. Let's first take a look at the ratification of the amendment, because this is a matter of controversy that um, got me into a lot of trouble for raising it in uh, the Reconstruction chapter of my, my American history book. But I'm only repeating a, a totally mainstream interpretation. I found it hilarious. People never even heard of this before. The argument that the 14th Amendment was not constitutionally ratified. I mean, this, the old National Review used to just take this for granted. I mean, old, you know, old conservative publications, libertarians, all, all understood this. Uh, in the 1950s, U.S. News and World Report published an editorial saying, of course, we all know the 14th Amendment wasn't legitimately ratified. I mean, this was just sort of common knowledge. Now I say it today, and I get like Max Boot saying, oh my gosh, where did Woods get this crazy idea? Like I just invented it. Sort of funny. Well, let's look at, at what is the claim being made here. There are a few factors to take note of when we look at the ratification of the 14th Amendment. First, we have the fact that uh, to, the, the amendment was proposed in Congress, and two-thirds of, of, of the people present voted to, uh, to, to approve the amendment. And then it gets... Then it gets passed. It gets uh, sent out to the states, and then three quarters of the states have to ratify the amendment for it to uh, take effect. Well, one thing we can note about the passage of the Fourteenth Amendment is that it was not, shall we say, entirely without blemish. At the time that the amendment was uh, set to be voted on and, and discussed, John P. Stockton was a newly elected senator from New Jersey. And he was known to be an opponent of the 14th Amendment. And he took his seat, duly took his seat in the U.S. Senate at the beginning of the 39th Congress. Well, informal canvassing of, of uh, senators made quite clear that there was no two-thirds majority in favor of the amendment at that time. Uh, in fact, it turned out that the amendment would have been one vote short of passage. So, a motion was introduced uh, not to seat John Stockton. But he's already been seated. This is the problem. He's already been seated. So you can't really vote not to seat somebody who has been seated. If he's been seated you're supposed, and you want to get rid of him for one reason or another, you have to vote to expel him. But expulsion requires uh, a two-thirds vote. They didn't have a two-thirds vote <laughs> to expel him. So they voted not to seat somebody who had already been seated. Okay, I mean, it's sort of like, you know, how can something be both A and not A at the same time and in the same manner? So they voted not to seat this man who had already been seated. Uh, and then they went ahead and voted uh, to approve the 14th Amendment. 
Now that's, you know, it's really not legal. It's right, not, not a proper procedure. But that's, that's actually the least of the problems associated with the amendment. Then it goes out to the states. Now Tennessee ratifies the amendment. But here's how Tennessee ratified the amendment. The problem that was occurring in Tennessee was that opponents of the amendment were refusing to show up at the state house uh, and thereby preventing a quorum. Okay, I mean, you have to have a certain minimum number of people present in order to conduct business. Well, opponents of the amendment thought one way to prevent its ratification is just not to show up, and then they wouldn't have a quorum. Well, in order to get a quorum, uh, two of the anti-amendment Tennessee legislators were actually kidnapped and forcibly brought to the state house and, re- and declared to be present so that the vote could take place. Now, there are some sticklers, you know, who think that kidnapping is immoral, uh, you know, who, who would throw, you know, some doubt on this, the legality of this. And the f- thing is that when, the, when the, the House Speaker called the roll, well, these two uh, representatives refused to answer. They refused to, to, to say they were present because in their mind, they weren't, you know, spiritually, they weren't present. They were only there, uh, you know, under duress, I mean, really by force. So they refused to answer the roll, but nevertheless, they were declared present so that the, the, the amendment could be ratified. In Oregon, there was a situation that was at least as irregular as that one. In Oregon, you had a case where the legislature of Oregon voted on the amendment, and they voted to approve the amendment. But then it was discovered that two of the Republicans who had been elected in Oregon had actually not been legally elected. When they actually looked again at the votes, it turned out that Democrats had been elected in those two seats. So two Republicans were removed and replaced by two duly elected Democrats. So some people thought, well, we should re-vote on, on the amendment now, that we have the legitimately elected people present. This time they voted not to approve the amendment. But they were told by the federal government, sorry, we take your first answer. Okay. <laughs> New Jersey. Now, New Jersey and Ohio, the irregularities there, are it's not quite so clear-cut. I mean, obviously in Oregon, there's no, that's, uh, there's no excuse for that. And in Tennessee, there's obviously no excusing that. New Jersey and Ohio is not quite so clear-cut, but arguably there's at least some kind of irregularity here because both of these states rescinded their ratifications. And they rescinded them, though, before the amendment went into effect. It was still being voted on by other states. I mean, you could argue that if the amendment has already gone into effect and then you vote to rescind your ratification, it is probably too late. But arguably, they may at least have had some right to, to withdraw but they were told once again, sorry, we take your first answer. And New Jersey in particular, at the time that they attempted to withdraw their ratification, they actually announced, they said that we, have a, we are fearful that this amendment has been de- worded ambiguously with deliberate intent so that in the future it can be used to deprive us of our liberties. Very interesting. Well, the most fundamental reason, though, that there was an illegality involved here is that here you had the southern states, which they, they ratified the 13th Amendment in 1865, abolishing slavery. No one had any problem with them then. 1867 rolls along. The radical Republicans in Congress, who were the wing of the Republican Party who favor you know, a very harsh settlement with the South, now that they're in power, in 1867 they declare, the, the, uh, other than Tennessee, they like Tennessee because Tennessee ratified the 14th Amendment. But other than Tennessee, the other former states of the Confederacy, the other ten states, were declared in 1867 to be illegal, without legal governments. And they're going to be militarily occupied, they're going to be divided into 
five military districts. They're going to be deprived of self-government. They're going to have, in effect, martial, military courts open. Uh, so that was all declared in 1867. That was said about the southern states. But at the same time, these same states were told, you have to ratify an amendment to the Constitution. Now they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Because either they're legal states or they're not. If they are legal states, then you shouldn't be occupying them with the military. Uh, if they're not legal states, then you can't ask them to ratify an amendment to the Constitution because they're not legal states. I mean, you may as well ask France to ratify an amendment to the U.S. Constitution. It would be perfectly irrelevant. So in other words, you're depriving them of all the privileges of statehood, but nevertheless, you're going to impose on them one of the burdens of statehood. You're going to actually demand that they ratify an amendment to the Constitution when you yourself have just said they're not even legal. The states, as constituted in the South, are not legal. So it's been argued that therefore their votes could not have counted. In no way could an illegal state, by definition, his, that vote for, for the, uh, the amendment be counted as a vote in favor of the, of the amendment. I mean, that, that's, that's not to mention the coercion involved here. I mean, one, there was one congressman who said that um, when, when the 14th Amendment was sent out to the states, Tennessee approved it, but the other 10 uh, southern Confederate states rejected it. It was a northern congressman who said, well, the southern states have rejected the 14th Amendment, so we are going to march upon them at bayonet point until they, they do ratify it. Well, most, you know, most legal principle, principles would have it that a decision that you're forced to make under duress is not legally binding. So, so we have that difficulty as well. And for these reasons and, and even several others, uh, very recently, like early 1990s, Forrest MacDonald concluded that the 14th Amendment was never constitutionally Like kangaroos, tell these clowns we ain't amused. Man, the clips for that monkey business. Four five got changed for you. Motorcades when we came through. 
Presidential with the planes too One better get you with the residential Undefeated with the cane too I said no to the Super Bowl You need me, I don't need you Every night we in the end zone Tell the NFL we in stadium too Last night was a fucking zoo Stay diving in a pool of people Ran to Liverpool like a fucking beetle Smoke Gorilla Glue like it's fucking legal Tell the Grammys fuck that over A shit Have you ever seen a crowd going eight shit? Anybody saw it? 
You need to go get it. Because in the movie, when the guy came, he said, listen. He said, you've been using your power when you get mad. That's how we do. We get help having it. He said, but you need to start cultivating your energy and knowing who you are. He said, because your, your taste is a body of armor. And your suit is a body of armor. We're talking about your melanin. And the more and more you think, the melanin is only set up for you to think on an advanced, immortal level. The superhero. The hero comes from what? The God Heru. And who is Heru? You are the Heru. How the hell do you think they make these things? So when you start thinking of yourself at an advanced superhero level or a superhero Heru level, then your melanin produces the type of chemical structure or the type of spiritual or etheric structure that is conducive to what the fuck you thinking. Okay. It's a process in a brain computer. What is that? A melanin is a brain computer that produces what you think. But if you, it can't produce so much stuff on the lower level because the melanin is higher than that level. It only produces when you break it to a higher level and start thinking in a higher level that it produces that. That's why the white boy, even though that, who ain't already got no melanin. They teach their children, they in all the Star Wars and the superheroes and the superhero that and the comic books and all that shit. What you perceive yourself is what you are. So you got to stop perceiving yourself as just an everyday Negro. And stop perceiving yourself as sons and daughters of God. Now ain't no way in hell no sons and daughters of God will be walking around this motherfucker talking about both. You're supposed to be ruling God's systems and universes. So therefore, you got to start programming the melanin which is the actual way you program the actual alchemy process. It's thought. The physical is an illusion. It doesn't exist, so you have to program through thought. Y'all getting it? Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's see. A few other things here. What time is it? Huh? Tune in. Okay. Let's, 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 let's deal with this right now. We're going to come back. We're going to come back tomorrow. Let's deal with this. If the religion that you have is designed to shut down your God principle, you can call it the archetypes of the collective unconsciousness, then what they speak against that, you, that makes you scared of is your actual, actual power. Now what I mean by that is this. We're talking about certain ancient words that you think now has been turned into something negative that it wasn't before. And this is what it means. The word demon that you think is negative is your higher melanated spirit. And give you a case in point on what I'm talking about is this. A brother called me back in 95. He said, I've been going, he said, I've been, I was born with a veil. You know, that's the southern word of, I was born psychic. Right. Or I was a seer. Right. So I was born with a veil and I could see. He said, now ever since I was a little boy, these damn evil spirits been following me. He said, it's about three of them. He said, all my life, he said, I done gone to all kind of people. And those particular people that I have gone to, has take, told me all kinds of things to get rid of them. And brother, they still bothering me. 
What do you know that I can do to stop this? And right then the spirit said, Motherfucker, them ain't no demon. Them his motherfucking boys. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, them your boys, man. You supposed to congratulate them and say, hey, man. Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand now. I'm on such a low level to when I look up at what is God now, that scares me because it's remotely different than what I've fallen to. That's heaven coming to get you out of hell and you scared of heaven. I say, greet them. Pull out bases to them and tell them to come on in. He greeted the pole out bases and they came up and said, Hey, man. Lord, brother, we've been trying for 37 years to get with you. We used to hang out in a previous life, but you incarnated back into the physical, and we are still on this plane. And ever since, and we've been trying to get to you for years, because it's been thousands of years. But what happened was, is you were so ignorant in the other incarnation, but this time when you were born in a veil, you could see us, so therefore we figured we could visit you because you had some type of consciousness. But he was brought up in that Orthodox Islam. They were calling them gems and shit. He said, we've been trying to get you since you was a little boy. You are our damn partner. You see? So what you call demons is called Asgodamian. Like it or not, we all come hardwired with a complete set. Twelve six-packs. The Gnostic demons are units of unchained natural forces within ourselves are melanated forces that we have ignored, denied, and disowned. They serve us to do, our, to do their mischief when, when our will is will and is, is ambiguous and our existence is low. After we have committed an embarrassing act of, unbelie of unbelievable stupidity, you are really referring to them when you slap yourself and say, I am my own worst enemy. As long as they are ignored, they are uh, uncontrolled, they are dangerous and hungry beasts in, in, in an abandoned zoo. Now, what this means is this. What this means is this. The ancient word for that is called agodamian, or demon, which is the melanin spirit which is the melanin spirit. I told you about books on Gautier. Alex Crowley said that the Gautier spirits, that those particular so-called demon spirits that the Christianity is telling you not to deal with, is nothing but the leftover portions of the brain that the science tells you your ass don't use. Remember they say we only use a small portion of our brain? That's when you tap into the real deal science of the melanin and the real deal archetypes of your brain. It's so unusual in this regular, rational, mundane shit that you go through until you get scared. But that's your higher self coming and say, man, if you really tap into this shit and face your own soul, we can fuck out some shit. You see? But in order to pray for that, you got to pray to your higher self. But so to pray to God, hell, all people are God. As the Bible says, you might be praying to some black man on his front porch, and that motherfucker might be on crack. He's still a God. You know what I'm saying? So you got to understand and talk and honor to yourself. You know what I mean when I say this? You do the shit all the time. See, the society tell your ass, people who talk to themselves is crazy. But you know you've been talking to your goddamn self for years. Just when the motherfucker comes around, you say, 
Who are you talking to? Oh, I was singing. <laughs> Why do you talk to yourself? You talk to yourself because that's your higher self you're talking to and ain't nobody around. Okay. You do it all the time. What you got to do now is you got to start referring to the energy is all, all the God that you're looking for. The higher God has made the law to put it within you. See, the only way you're going to get to me is through yourself. So you can't get to the Father but through the Son. Not through some old motherfucker hanging on some damn cross. You worship a dead motherfucker, you through. <laughs> he a motherfucker that couldn't even save himself from the cracker from the Roman, and I'm going to give the, the trust to that pastor. He's going to come better than that shit, because I know some motherfucker white people better than that shit. Okay, okay, let me just say, the key on what I'm saying is this, we'll be back tomorrow, is the power that you are looking for is in yourself. This is not blasphemy. This is not so-called sacrilegious. What it's saying to heaven is within. So what it is is you have to start referring to yourself. Now you, you, you can't even look at it as it's an objective entity. What you got to do now is start referring to yourself as God to it. You see what I'm saying? And now you got to stop doing this. So now you don't need to be praying no more. You're supposed to do this. And this is what it says. The entities that you used to pray to when you was a, a young child, they used to be your guardians. But as you become an adult or become God, they become your servants because they're only forces of elements that can only be willed and commanded by you. So all of God that you're praying to, you're supposed to be telling them to get off your ass. Because it ain't a... Uh, Physical body, as you think, is forces of elements, water, air, fire, earth. You understand what I'm saying? Energy. So you got to command the energy. That's what the whole, that's what Yoda, which was down. If you go get the, the picture of Horus, you'll see a Heru standing on some crocodiles, and you'll see the god best behind his head. That's damn Yoda. Did you see the Star Wars? you see they put him on the back? That was Yoda. Actually, you know what that was? That was his higher self on the inside talking to him. But Yoda said, you got to use the force all around you. This shit is authentic because he read, read six the doggone books to get it. And the hero of a thousand faces. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. Hello? Okay, good. So as... The chemicals of emotion wane, the cells will go into a period of chemical withdrawal. This will stimulate the brain to produce more molecules of emotion, and the cells will carry out the corresponding behavior to concentrate the chemicals in the tissues. This is known as emotionalism, which creates drama. No, I'm serious. You have to understand that drama is a biological created activity because the chemistry of that emotion is dwindling in that person's body. And so therefore, to keep that chemistry at the level that it's used to, it will stimulate the person to create drama. So you have to understand, this is a self-imposed chemical addiction to one's own emotions. And if that means that they are sabotaging things to solve this chemical imbalance in the body, they will do that. 
If it means that they have to create disharmony or create havoc, etc., it will happen over and over and over again. So these people don't need enablers that continuously support them through their high drama. They need to actually be treated and put into withdrawal and consult about how to be able to separate their sensations from a thought so they do not continuously create this chemistry. So you have to understand this is a serious problem because what I have observed about us as African Americans is that we have difficulty staying focused and participatory in an event because we allow our emotions and now we've created these emotions because we have judged someone else's speech or someone else's behavior to allow us to abandon the goal or the project over and over and over again. So I used to find it very interesting because Caucasians will make it very clear to each other, I really do not like you. However, if they are very clear that they need that person's skill or talent, that is inconsequential, and I will meet you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock so we can get busy on this project. And at 5 o'clock, don't speak to me again. So I've heard us rationalize that, oh, that's hypocritical and just a whole bunch of other stuff, and how can they do that, and they shouldn't speak, and look at what they did. A whole bunch of chemical poisons and toxins that you have created in your mind. Because... When the mind understands that we need certain skills and talents to be able to get a project done, we're not interested in how they look, what they say, what they may be doing, etc. We're interested, can they execute this particular activity to the extent that I'm going to get one step closer to the goal. And if the mind understands that, a healthy mind will ignore the rest of the activities and stay focused on the goal. This is critical. I mean, I have seen us talk about we're not speaking and whatever else, et cetera, and nothing gets done. Nothing. Over and over and over again. Because we are emotional addicts. We are not in control at all of our bodies. It is our emotions that are driving us. And so, therefore, we have abandoned the project Years go by, the same foolishness and nonsense, and we wonder why, what happened? And somebody else that didn't do whatever they're supposed to do. No, it was you who would not control your mind and stay focused. Guess what I did today? Those were the words I said to you It was last May, don't know the exact day In my head there was a ring Then you told me that you love me More than anything in your life So I asked you, would you do me The honor of being mine
Awaken now. You are the melanin carriers on this planet. You were the original 12-stranded people, and you were given that privilege through a whole lot of work in time. It was not something given to you by chance. Because you fell from grace and sought to make better than your creator, you suffered by that that you created, and then also was brought to your planet that that you created in a higher form. In other words, once you think that you are a god, you must act godlike, not sometime, but all the time. Because once a god falls short, there are so many things that are not godlike just waiting to lapdog you up and tear you apart that you're open then to the whole holy cost of the cosmos not the faked holy cost on earth. The real Jews, as you found out, are you. The 13 tribes had nothing to do with just earth people. It embodied Lucifer Maldek, the exploded planet, which rained down upon you those lost souls, which destroyed a whole planet in your system that you helped sustain. Many of you are reincarnate Maldekians, Luciferians, and you probably don't even want to deal with that, but if it is truth, it will come back to haunt and vibrate 
I'm style triggering all your opening points. We'll see which ones run with it. In the great role of play that is a planet, people are brought to it to learn and to show in physical embodiment, physical reality, in a lifetime, what they have learned in the heavens of earth. What they have learned on the spiritual and mental plane is of no value until in a time when given a physical body with physical challenges, you see what you can do really under pressure. Time and time again, some of these best people failed. And time and time again, as they failed, it lowered the vibration of the planet until the planet was put into a coma. The planet now wants to awaken. It is almost awakened, and the more you begin to channel in successfully this new energy through your pineals, through your melanin, your energy fields will attract more and more of cosmic light. Let's put this another way. Our sun was nothing more than a step-down transformer. Some people call it, if you're into physics, a transducer. It is now a capacitor. It is a step-up transformer. Whereas at one time it filtered out great light and energy that came from deep space to our planet so that we could live under a sun. And you remember the saying, there's nothing new under a sun. And there isn't. In 59, it completely reversed its polarity, and now it is sending forth energy, augmented by the kind of what they call cosmic and gamma rays that are coming into it. This year, by this summer, you will begin to hear more and more about sunspot activity, solar prominences, perturbations, and how our sun is a deadly enemy about to annihilate us all because it is going to burn us up with x-rays and gamma rays. Not all of us. <laughs> Not all of us. Some of us. And who are the us's? Whoever are the chosen. How are you chosen? You choose yourself by following the disciplines you know you should have been doing, not tomorrow, but yesterday. By doing the readings and the research and taking the time to spend in meditation, the things you thought you should have done five years ago, you start them immediately tomorrow. By not being threatened or coerced, you do because of the golden mechanism within your own spiritual consciousness. That's what you know you should be doing as though a policeman was there or mother was looking. And you do better than both of those authoritarian figures because you are arising. Once you channel in that light, for every one of you, you're worth a thousand of non-channelers because they're the dead. They will not awaken. You cannot wake for them. If you do not do that in mass, you will be subject to the technical prowess of a people who are soulless that now have control of this planet. 
And if you're ready to go up against them, I bless you. If you're ready to go up against them alone, I feel sorry for you. For you will learn a lesson that will stay with you forever. You cannot match them in their technology. Forget it. What you knew subconsciously and what you know even as you hear the tone and tenor of my voice is true is that some way or another you could raise a spiritual quality that could match that in some kind of way you just didn't know how to go about doing it. And you know that you had lost something and you wanted it returned. You have that privilege now. AIDS and every other man-made deceptive agent to stop you from progressing physically and cause your journey of life to end quickly will only be thwarted when you can raise your vibrational rates enough where none of those things can exist within that contact field. And then those that met it and made it will meet out its suffering and suffer the same thing that they started. The planet cannot help you to you vibrate high enough to take the light. It's just that simple. Other than that, you will be destroyed just like those that are trying to destroy your planet once again. Your name, girl. 
So it's not selfish to put yourself first. No, it's self-full. It's self-full. It's self-full to be first, to be as good as possible to you, to take care of you, to keep you whole and healthy. That doesn't mean that you disregard everything and everyone, but you want to come with your cup full. You know, my cup runneth over. Yeah. What comes out of the cup is for y'all. What's in the cup is mine. But I got to keep my cup full. Don't we do that? Don't we take on other people's stuff and make it about us when we don't know that we matter? When you don't know you matter, you will make somebody else's crazy about you. You got your own stuff to handle. You don't have to take on anybody else. You know, there isn't a person you can ask in the world at some point where they didn't say, you know, I just find it difficult to trust people. Right. But what you say, that's not really the issue. No. Learning to trust other people. No. The it's real issue is... Trusting yourself. Trusting yourself that you're going to make the right choices. Trusting yourself that you can hear that voice and follow it. Trusting yourself that when people betray you, abandon you, don't yeah. acknowledge you, whatever, you will... I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll be okay. What about boundaries? People violate you when you don't have clear boundaries because you don't tell them how to behave in your life. And they run amok. They run amok because you don't have clear boundaries. You know, a lot of people hold secrets about themselves from their family. Guilt and shame, guilt, guilt and, and shame. shame. And teaching people how to be people, love people, and respect people enough to tell them the truth. Okay, okay. Tell them the truth. Okay. Here's a big story I wish everybody, I'm just a single mom and I can't. Don't, that story is not helping you. That may be a reality. Here's the, here's the principle. State the facts, speak the truth. Here's the fact. I'm raising children without the benefit of a partner. That's the, that's the fact. Here's the truth. Right where I am, the fullness of God is, and me and God is a majority. Most of us have a death urge. And we see the guy coming, warning, slap, right in the middle of his head. And we said, oh, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to reshape it. And we got to understand, love <laughs> doesn't have to fix you, change it. When you see crazy coming, cross the street. <laughs> cross the street. Hi, YouTubers. I'm excited to give you an update about our own YouTube channel. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. The first uh, thing that you must realize, okay, guys, is that when you're commanding, it's not really asking. See, that's the key first key point I want you to get, that you don't really ask. It's the trick is you have to command. Now, command gets misinterpreted a lot. Command gets the wrong version of maybe you're forcing, you're demanding. It's not quite correct. When I mean command, your subconscious mind takes instructions, okay, and suggestions. That's what I mean by command. Command means once it gets to the subconscious, there's no rational, logical, okay, or structural, basically, connotation or trying to figure out what it is. It doesn't work that way goes to the subconscious, subconscious accepts it, and then puts it out into the universe to create it. That's how it works. Remember, from the conscious mind, you give a command. Once it gets to your subconscious, it's a wrap. It's going to create it, all right? So that's the first key. So the words and the language we use, we have to know 
the quality to use them to communicate to your subconscious so you can get towards the universe, okay? Second point, the reason a lot of us don't receive or manifest what we truly want is because we are speaking the wrong language. We, we do not know how to talk or how to communicate what we want. First of all, we communicate in a state of need, lack, or desperation, okay? So I see individuals say, hey universe, can you please send me some money? No, that's wrong, okay? That signifies lack, desperation, and scarcity. Remember, your subconscious mind takes commands. So I'm going to show you right now four powerful affirmations that you can use right now, and you can bring the universe, or you can say God the universe, to create and bring money to you. And it works the same day, one day, a couple hours, if you do it this way, all right? So I got a cue card here, and I wrote them down, so I want you to make sure you go over and get them, all right? All right, so the first powerful affirmation you'll use, you'll say in this way, and I'll go over each uh, statement so we can get a comprehension and understand how it works, all right? So number one, you will say, hey universe, I expect great things to happen in my life, including receiving an extra $500 now. Thank you. See that statement? Notice what I did, okay? I acknowledge, okay? I expect great things. Remember, key component, all things come through you, through us, okay? So notice that I didn't beg, didn't plead. I stated an affirmation or I stated an intention, a proclamation that it's what I expect, okay? Number two, you can say this. Either one is fine. Hey, universe, I deserve everything that is good, including an extra $500 now. Thank you. Now, $500 is an example, guys. You can say a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, a million, five hundred thousand, depending on your belief system, okay? Number three, hey, universe, I know you're sending me all that is right for me, including receiving an extra $500 now. Thank you, okay? Each of these statements are filled with a proclamation, a command, and they ended with gratitude, and they're also in the form of I accept it and it's coming, okay? It's not a need or desperate, okay? It's not an ask, it's a command. Hey universe, I deeply believed everything is possible for me, including receiving an extra $500 now. Thank you. Again, notice how I phrase this, okay? I put everything as a command, a suggestion, okay? It's not, I didn't put it in a, in a frame of, man, I need this, or I gotta have it. I put it in a frame of, hey, I'm good with, without it, but I expect it to come in. And notice I put everything in the present moment of now, okay? I always put now, notice it, okay? So if you start to use these affirmations and you proclaim them, as I said, guess what? You're gonna, money's gonna come to you, man. It's still you manifest it, all right? Because the way the universe works, the way reality works, is that everything operates on a vibratory frequency, okay? And the universe is abundant, it's infinite. It always supplies. The supply is always over the demand. You can never outdo it, it can never run out. So all you have to do is match the infinite frequency. And this command or these uh, statements will do that because they put your subconscious mind in alignment with what you truly expect, which is abundance is your birthright. See, you're proclaiming, you're declaring. Hey, I expect, okay? See what you do with the money. So a thousand, five thousand. See the reaction in your face, the happiness, the things you do with the money. Just put a quick snapshot, and then what you do, you let it go. Just continue on with your day, 
and keep your thoughts in the present moment, boom, you're going to manifest the money. It'll come to you, all right? So that's how you make it work. So you declare it, put a quick snapshot in it, and use these statements in the form of a command or a suggestion or proclamation when you put them in the present moment. Also, I am very pleased to see so many who have come out to always uh, see for yourself, where you can hear for yourself and then think for yourself. Then you'll be in a better position to make an intelligent judgment for yourself. But if you form the habit of listening to what others say about something or someone or reading what someone else has written about someone, somebody can uh, confuse you and misuse you. So as Afro-Americans or black people here in the Western Hemisphere, you and I have to learn to weigh things for ourselves. No matter what the man says, you better look into it. An example of why it's so important to look into things for yourself. I was on a plane between Algiers and Geneva, uh, and it just happened that two other Americans were sitting in the two seats next to me. None of us knew each other, and the other two were white, one the male, the other a female. And after we had been flying along for about 40 minutes, the lady, she says, could I ask you a personal question? I said, yes. She said, well, she had been looking at my briefcase, and she said, well, what does that X? She says, uh, what kind of last name could you have that begins with X? So I said, that's it, X. And she said, well, what does the M stand for? I said, Malcolm. So she was quiet for about 10 minutes. And... And she turned to me and she says, you're not Malcolm X. <laughs> you see, I have, we had been riding along in a nice conversation like three human beings, you know, no hostility, no animosity, just human. And uh, she couldn't take this. She said, well, you're not who I was looking for, you know. And, uh, and she ended up telling me that she was looking for horns and all that and, and for someone who was out to kill all white people as if all white people could be killed. <laughs> this was her general attitude, and this attitude had been given her, uh, this image had been given her by the press. So before I get involved in anything nowadays, I have to straighten out my own position, and which is clear. I am not a racist in any form whatsoever. I don't believe in any form of racism. I don't believe in any form of discrimination or segregation. I believe in Islam. I'm a Muslim.
gone deep, but I won't cry. I'm just trying to die most high. Honey grand in a green duck. Trying to figure life, but still seem punk. Intoxicated as my daughter cries. I wake up horny next to Bolo I'm on parole, shackles off the feet. Cops still killing, am I truly free? Think about the lies, Donald Trump teller. Iceberg shit, Donald Duck sweater. Whole seven pictures, I'm so photogenic. You either die legend or they won't remember. Is there a heaven for street niggas? So many homies gone, started in the street with us. Guess it's the reason why we celebrate. Cop cars, pop bottles, happy to escape. Penthouse with the sky view. I woke up feeling free and I locked up. Take the air I breathe, yeah. I'm free. Shackles off my feet Take the air I breathe I'm free alive Free alive Get things, get things, get things, yeah uh. Moving on to better things, yeah Ooh. Hey, hey Struggle produce progress Told my son no dreams and big to digest Gotta get it regardless Cause the plan was to make it out of the project Too many glasses of champagne Distracted by young bitches that want fame Stuck in my way, tell me how we adjust When our babies is blinded by social media Pray for the homies that lost freedom, yeah Trying to feed their families while they unjust Political pause, we die suffering To achieve our dreams, we try hustling That's the plight of the black man they either kill us or throw us in packs down Leave us in cages, is that hell? Feeling trapped in a ghetto, is that hell? Shackles off with the top down No intention to stop now Penthouse with the sky view I woke up feeling free and I lied Shackles too Shackles off my feet Take the air I breathe, yeah I'm free MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Joey.
black out. A lot of haters said I couldn't do it, couldn't move it. As if my music wasn't part of their whole influence. Meantime, I'm trying to get money like I'm Jewish. In this life, you get two choices, win or lose it. Now I'm up to back, my home runs be back to back. A real nigga, I'm just trying to get my grind on. Make a hundred million forever, get my shine on. The mind state of a millionaire, so let's be clear. It's shot doctrine on your mind, I can smell fear. B3, that's all me, best believe. Chillin' with my best niggas down in Belize I got a button in the bad bitch, stress relief We get to work, even so jobs to Steve Nosey bitch, you can go and get the hell on I see it, you got a Donnie Brasco in your circle Be careful, cause you're close home, boys of mercy We're talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New Translucent, blowin' something exclusive Conclusion, black house money Talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates, Mr. Dewey, new translucent. Blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, Black House Money Music. Give it to you, illustrated. Beforehand, sit amongst the congregation. Uh, Bear witness to murder at his premeditation. Yeah. At their heads like Arab. Uh, segregation, separate from all the hate. Encourage people's concentration equals contemplate. Alternate ways to get what it is you take in. Put a stake in, monopolize the situation. Organization with a franchise in every nation. On the bomb from just the money elevation. So catch me in the stars, what's the constellation? We're talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates, Mr. Dewey, new translucent. Blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, Black House Money Music. Talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates, Mr. Dewey, new translucent. Blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, Black House Money Music. We like mobsters. Sitting at the round table. Hey, B3, be the team, we got our own label. The whole team strong like we lived in barbells. We a corporation and a cartel. I can't see my zenith, I'm far from my prime. I ain't looking at the blimp, but the world's mine. KC's finest, New York state of mind. Rap kingpin when it comes to the rhymes. A strike of my pen is a twirl of a wand. Nah, zero flow, click firm full of dawn. I call shots like I'm Escobar. We step out, they need shades just to see who we are. We the black rising stars that give you revolutionary black panther bars. Listen, the nuisance, the problem that no one can solve. I exert powers in 48 laws. We're talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates, Victor Dewey, new translucent. Blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, black house money music. Talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates, Victor Dewey, new translucent. Blowing something exclusive. Conclusion. Black House Money Music. What's up, what's up, what's up? Peace to the gods, you right here on the bottom. Don't even think about changing the station. What's happening? Uh let me just a second here. Hold on. Alright, peace to the gods. Sorry, I had to adjust my little mic. Peace to the gods, what's happening with y'all, man? Hope y'all doing well tonight. Hope I find y'all in a good space. Uh call the numbers three four seven nine eight nine. 
646-716-0194 if you want to get in and holler at me. The lines are open. All right, make sure you press the number one. Um, we're a little bit behind tonight. I just got back in. Um, so let's let's just you know get to some announcements and we're gonna get right to it. I got a couple seminars coming up. If you would like to attend, uh, seminar is gonna be one in St. Louis. I got another one coming up in Philly. Working on some other ones as well. Uh, don't come with no bullshit. Security will be enforced. Let me just put that out there now. All right. Come ready to learn. All right. So, um, go to makemorecommerce.com. All right. If you uh, want to register, if you need some help with anything. And if I got any business issues, make sure you reach out to me. All right. I try to get everybody squared away. I deal with a lot of people. So, make sure you reach out to me. Okay. All right. So, with that being said, let's get into it. Right. I'm going to have this discussion tonight um, about slavery. And bondage. Um, this might be one of the most important things that we need to speak about. Okay. Um, there's all different types of bondage and slavery going on in the world right now, still today. Okay. Um, and, you know, I think that you know, I, get, I get a lot of people who come to me and they say, Joey, I need to. I need to I need to get out of the system. Okay. But they don't know how to get out of the system. They don't really quite know what to do. Right? And a lot of people like hustling backwards in a sense. Right? And if you ever hustle, you know, hustling backwards only does what? It makes you lose money. Okay. So we don't wanna lose no money, we don't wanna lose no time, right? And we gotta make sure that you know, people are Getting the correct information. There's a lot of different types of bondage. Okay, there's a lot of different types of slavery, um, and then there's servitude, right? There's uh, indentured servitude. There's involuntary servitude. There's voluntary servitude. Right. So you have to find out and ask yourself which one of these are you a part of, right? I got brothers who listen from uh, inside the prisons. We got people who are free listening. Okay, in the sense that you're free. Okay, so we got people all over listening, right? Trying to figure out. You got, because you got people who listen. There are people who got money that still don't feel free. Okay, now um, we got to talk about something known as bonded indebtedness, right? In the Black Law Dictionary, it defines uh, bonded indebtedness as indebtedness lawfully that's contracted for corporate purposes, payable from taxes on all property. Within a municipality. How many of y'all pay taxes? Okay. How many of you have cars that are registered? How many of you have driver's licenses? How many of you um, have credit card debt? Right? I mean, this, this goes on and on, right? I mean, you, you can ask yourself, well, what debt do I have out here, right? And how do you faithfully discharge that debt, right? And so what I find is that a lot of us, um, and I'll put myself included in this, right, have had debt. Um, and, you know, it, it can do it, it can do some numbers on your credit if you're not careful, right? And so 
And we're going to talk about that tonight, too, right? Because credit is really important when it comes down to this. And I'm not just talking about the type of credit that you think I'm talking about, right? Because you have to ask yourself, do you have full faith in credit? Have you given yourself full faith in credit? Because the United States gave it to you, but have you ever utilized it? Right? So we're going to do some numbers tonight. We're going to free some niggas. Hopefully, you're freeing your mind first. All right? Because a debtor is one who owes a debt. Right? He or she who may be compelled to pay a claim or a demand. Anyone who is liable on a claim, whether it's due or becomes due. Right? Because when it's time to pay up, the devil don't play. He wants his money. Right? So, um, you know, in Scotch law, right, the Scottish, the Scots, right, uh, a debtor whose effects have been arrested by several creditors, right? So in regard to these creditors, uh, he or she is what they call a common debtor, okay? And this term is distinguished in in the proceedings that take place um, and what they call a competition, okay? So I really need y'all to understand that what we're going to go into tonight when we talk about this whole slavery um, thing, we're going to talk about the peonage system, right? And when we talk about peonage, I want you to think of the penal system, right? And you can also look at your pineal <laughs> in that sense, right? Because when they lock your shit down, they lock you down. Right? I was telling somebody about like Dr. York, right? How they when they put him in, in the prison, they locked his ass up way up under the ground. Okay. Um but understand that the penal system, right, penage is is put in place to to make you pay off a debt, and this is one of the reasons why when people uh, go into the prison system, one of the things that happens to them is they get what's known as a prison number. All right, so this prison number that they get is a bond. Okay, um, so you you are a a bonded servant, right? So you're in bondage. Hence the word bond, right? So, uh, you know, when we talk about the slave trade, right, uh, you got things like trafficking and, you know, I, listen, man, you know, I'm the type of person where I understand niggas got to make their money, okay? So, I'm not here, here to knock nobody's hustle. I'm not here to knock any uh, lawful systems that have been put in place to make people pay debts that they actually owe. What I'm here to do is to help you to think because there are remedies. There are always remedies, right? And I, like I was told a long time ago uh, by one of my elders, he said, it's always been like this. Ain't much you can do about it. Find a solution for yourself, right? So uh, what is a slave? First of all, first and foremost, right? Because a slave, this word slave, it comes from uh, the word slav. Right, so it goes back, right? But um, a slave is a person who is wholly subject to the will of another, one who has no freedom of action, but whose person and service are wholly under the control of another. Do you really want to be under the control of another person? Better yet, do you? And some of you niggas get off of shit, right? 
get off on trying to control people and shit. Listen, everybody got free will. You was you was born into a world technically with free will, and then you know you have man who comes comes along and makes laws, right, trying to stop that free will. But a slave is one who is under the power of a master. Who is your master? Okay, and who belongs to him. So that the master may sell and dispose of his person, of his industry, and of his labor without his being able to do anything or have anything or acquire anything, but it all belongs to the master. Okay, so I really want y'all to think about this, right? And when I talk about the term master, right, and you have to ask, you have to really get into this and say, well, what the hell is a master? Right? And, and why do they call it a master? Yeah, I was talking to somebody, I was talking to somebody, what the fuck, what type of credit card do you have? You have a visa? Or you have a master card? So they put this shit in front of the face, right? And at least a lot of times people just, kind of goes over your head a lot of the symbology and things that happen. But when we talk about the term master, right, master deals with, you have ascended masters, you have grandmasters, okay, you have uh, what they call master maestros, okay, um, they call Jesus the master, right, in the New Testament. Um, you have master of, of the sea, which is a sea captain, Okay, so you got different captains, right? And depending upon who the captain is, the captain, the real captain is the master. Okay, uh, we got master college. When you go to college, you get a, what, a master's degree, <laughs> right? You have uh, a master form of address, right? Um, and this is this is on, what they call an honorific title for boys, right? Um, when they when they call each other master over in uh, in England, um, then you have uh, master judiciary, right, which is a judicial official in the common courts of law, right. So when you go into into court, okay, um, they're looking at the judiciary. The master uh, is a judge, right, and the judge is uh, a judge of limited jurisdiction, right. But this is normally in the superior courts in England. Right, what they call the master. So a master's jurisdiction is generally confined to uh, civil proceedings and things of that nature, right? So, um, there, and there are other places around the world where they, where they consider judges to be masters, right? This is the reason why uh, when we go when we did the the juris class, right, you you become what they call a law master. Right? See, I became time ago. Uh, then you have master of yourself, and right, you must ask yourself because before you can become any other type of master, you have to master yourself, right? So, so there's that type of master. Hold on, I gave you some other ones. Then there's the PGA masters, where they play with a little white ball. Okay, <laughs> shit is hilarious, right? Um, then you have Master Marines, okay? Um, and these are your sea captains, right? These are your merchants on the sea, okay? Then you have your 
Master Naval, which is a it's a naval rank, right? And you have uh, they call the Peerage of Scotland, right? And the, the Peerage of Scotland, right, is it deals with heirs known as masters um, or mistress, right? If the heir is female, so the heir style is usually the masters of peerage, things like that. They, these are courtesy titles that they get, right? You have master craftsmen. Okay, uh, you have master masons. You have masters of ceremonies, right? So, so your rappers, right? <laughs> Some of your rappers, right? They call them MCs, right? The host of an official or public or private performance, right? Then you have masters at arms, right? These are your naval police officers, right? Um, you have masters of ancient wisdom, right? These are generally. People who are considered to be really enlightened beings, right? Um, they call them theosophists, right? And excuse me, um, you have different types of, of of masters in this realm, right? Then you have what they call old master, right? Which is the term that was recognized in the Western um, the Western painter before 1800, right? And they call them old old master, right? Um, so the old master normally would refer to painters, okay? people who could paint a picture. Right? Um, then you have station master, right, for your railways, right, people who who run the, the railroads. Okay. Why do you think that Auschwitz and a lot of the the internment camps and, and the prison camps, people were taken away on trains, right? Because there was a master that was conducting the operation. Then you have what's known as a Zen master, right? Which is somewhat of a vague term, right? And, and sometimes um, this was used to refer to an individual who could teach uh, uh, Zen Buddhists, right? Meditation. So they call them Zen masters, okay? So all of these different types of masters, right? And then, of course, you have slave master, right? So you have all these different types of masters, right? And master slave is a model. Um, it's a it's a, a mode of control, right? Uh, asymmetric control, basically, where uh, one device or process controls another device or process, right? And so they call it a master slave. So I need you to really get this right before I just like dive into this because we have to deal with this, right? Because master morality, in order to be a master, right? Number one, you have to have integrity. A real master has integrity. Okay, then it comes with pride, wealth. Sometimes it comes with fame. Sometimes it comes with pre- uh, prestige. It definitely comes with power. Okay. Um, but they have something called master-slave morality, right? So the master morality. Like I said, it deals with pride, it deals with wealth, it deals with fame, it deals with power, it deals with prestige. And then you have something called the slave morality, which deals with kindness, empathy, and sympathy, right? And it's kind of messed up, isn't it? Because they say that masters are not supposed to have sympathy or empathy, right? Why do you think they get bug breaking? Why do you think they, I'll say it again, why do you think they did bug breaking? 
Now, for those who don't know, and this is a very unfortunate thing, right? But bug breaking was the sexual exploitation of black people by what they call themselves the dominant society, particularly the sexual exploitation of black men, right? And um, it was pretty messed up. I mean, you know, this stuff happened, right? But um, And this happened in post-Reconstruction, right, where they called you black bucks. So black men absolutely refused to, to bend to the law of white authority and were seen as uh, irredeemably violent, rude, and uh, lecherous. Right, so so they had to find a way to 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 break you. So they did bug breaking, right? So uh, a black buck was a black man who defies white will and largely destructive to American society. Okay, so they would lynch your ass. Now, I'm gonna tell you like this, right? Because I have I have a long uh, bit of family history that sometimes I discuss, sometimes I don't. But one of my great 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 grandfather was a judge. He was a federal judge, right? And they they called him the hanging high judge, right? And not a very proud moment, but it is what he did, right? He hung he hung people, and you have to understand that there's a long history of hanging people in this country, okay, um, who were considered uh, violent. They were considered rude. They were, some of them, they were considered slave property, chattel property, okay, all of that good stuff, right? Or it's not good, but you know what I'm saying, right? So understand that some of y'all have this history in your family as well, right? Either you have members of your family who were hung or there was probably someone in your family who participated in the hanging, whether you like it or not. Sometimes it was our own people who were doing some of this, okay? Now, thank God that we're in a different time period now where you don't have to walk down the street and see people hung from trees. Okay? Thank God. Thank your most high. Thank whoever you need to thank. Thank Allah, Buddha, Krishna. Uh, thank Congress. Thank the white man. Thank the, bra- the, the black man. Thank whoever you need to thank. Okay, and realize that thankfully we're not at that point anymore. They try to do shit a little bit more humane, right? So they symbolically hang now. Okay, but chattel slavery means that one person has total ownership over another. There are two basic forms of chattel: domestic chattel, okay, with menial household duties. Um, and productive chattel, right, which makes you work in the field, right? And so, you know, it's funny how chattel is very likened to the word cattle. Okay? So there's an ideology here, right? So um, slavery and enslavement are both the state and the condition of being a slave. So um, one is, you know, when, you know, when, when somebody's a slave... Okay, I'm one to consider the minor. So, when someone is forbidden to quit their service for another person, right, while treated as property, they are considered to be in a form of enslavement. Now, I want to tell you something that's kind of fucked up, right? 
people be trying to swap places with people and all this bullshit, right? Instead of just doing the work to get themselves free. And I'm going to give you some codes tonight. I'm going to give y'all some tools. Because I realize that it's a lot of people who, who think, some of y'all think the trust is the way to go. It's the only thing you got to do. I just need to set up my trust right now. I'm going to be free. Y'all realize that every state, and I've said this before, slavery still exists. They just be concealing it. Just like Kanye said, racism still exists. He probably should have said slavery too. Okay? Every state you go to, don't think that this shit is still going on in some form or fashion, right? Alright, so understanding that there's this whole thing called the slave morality, right? And we have the master's morality. So, you know, a lot of times masters didn't have so-called moral standards, right? And, you know, it's a very unfortunate thing. But let's just talk about this tonight, right? We're going to deal with this from the aspect of I'm going to give you some laws, so hopefully y'all can write some of this down, right? But slavery and enslavement are both the state and condition of being a slave, right? So historically, when people were enslaved, it was often because they were indebted um, or they broke the law or they suffered a military defeat. And this is where um, a lot of your so-called slaves came from as well because they were they decided to be part of a military, right? And your ass became a slave. And then later… Um, they converted you over to 14th Amendment citizens. Um, well, and uh, you know, and here's the thing, right? You decide that you want a war against the government. Here's the thing, right? If you're not under a treaty relationship, then you're gonna have an issue. Number one, especially if you want to go and be at war with the government, they call that treason. Matter of fact, they call it high treason to the point where they'll hang your ass high. Y'all better listen to what I'm telling you. The niggas be out here trying to steal money and shit, trying to steal property. What's wrong with y'all niggas? And, like, and if I'm not talking to you directly, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. But really, what's wrong with some of y'all niggas? Do y'all really believe that these people are going to let you take over this country again? So that's why the trust is important. It's to free yourself and your family. Not so that you can own the whole state. <laughs> Some of y'all can't even manage your own state of affairs. You try to own the whole state. All right? But historically speaking, right, people were made slaves when they suffered a military defeat. Right? So the duration of their enslavement was either for life or for a fixed period of time. And then the freedom was granted to them, right? So, so if you was an indentured servant or um, you know, if you was captured in the war, then you became what's known as a POW, a prisoner of war. And through, through becoming a prisoner of war, you were then converted over into a slave. Okay. So, so you see, a lot of the shit that y'all were told anyway about um, uh, the Emancipation Proclamation and all of that, right? Yeah, you were Moors, but you lost that title of being Moors. Why? Because you went to war. Same shit that's going on right now, right? Motherfuckers went to war. Okay? Then when they went to war, what happened? What really happened when they went to war? 
Well, a lot of them lost their land. Gotta get this book I told you about too, White Cargo. Get the book, right? So you can see that Europeans were slaves too, right? You, you, your ancestors was the only ones, right? So the Europeans, some of them lost their titles of nobility as well. No, because don't think Moors were the only ones with titles of nobility, right? So understand that individuals, okay, usually became slaves involuntarily, involuntarily, due to some type of coercion um, or force that that occurred, right? So involuntary. This is why I talked about involuntary servitude, right? And this is why it's needed in the Constitution. It's in there. Matter of fact, I'm gonna pull it up right quick so you guys can see. Just a second. I'll put it in the chat too. Okay. All right. So the Thirteenth Amendment to the Constitution that provides that neither slavery nor Involuntary servitude, except as punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Let me tell you, I thought, man, I, you know, I'm always going to talk about shit um, that I've had to deal with personally. Okay, where you know, a motherfucker will try to make you a slave again and and toss you into slavery. Literally, and you won't even know it. You won't even know it. That's why I told y'all, y'all some of y'all got to be careful when you're doing your nationality. You got to be careful how you do this thing. You got to be careful how you move. It ain't all guns and butter, baby. It ain't all guns and butter. Right? Alright, so, like I said, slavery, though, right? It, it, it is... Um, you know, when we're talking about the whole idea of voluntary versus involuntary, right? Individuals became slaves involuntarily, okay? Through some type of coercion, right? So this was done so that they could pay a debt or to obtain money for a purpose, right? So in the course of human history, slavery um, was a typical feature in most of the civilization, okay? Now, if you go back and look at the stalemate, Right, they call them the Messe Stelles. The Messe Stelles um, were paintings that were done by your ancestors here, right? And if you ever wondered, was the black and I remember them. I remember the movie Life, right? In the movie Life, they had black and white jumpsuits, right? So in in the movie Life with the black and white jumpsuits, um, <laughs> it's just very interesting, right? They had these black and white jumpsuits, right? And you have to say, well. well that was a common thing back in that time period. But where did the black and white jumpsuits come from? Well, I'll tell you. Coming over to this country, okay, um, and I'm talking about long before. I'm talking about, like, let's go back to, like, the 1600s in this country, right? When Europeans were coming over here, um, but, no, we didn't really – we didn't want them over here, right? And that's just the fact that, I mean, some of them live, were, were here, but they were considered fugitives the moment that they hit the land. Okay. So on the Stelles, in fact, I'm going to give you the Stelle number too, so y'all can go look it up. But on the Stelles, um, they would what they would do is they would paint these people's skin with the black and white paint. Okay, they would paint their skin with black and white paint, 
And this symbolizes they were slaves. Uh, so, y'all give me a second. I'm, I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna grab it. Hold on. Okay. So, um, and I'm gonna. I wanna get the. I'm gonna pull it out of this book I got here. I'm gonna give it to y'all, right? So, so in case y'all wanna look it up, right? Because a lot of people have a hard time finding the skeletons. Hold on. Why, like you know, that's why you got it. Y'all got to invest in in, in in your education, right? Don't just let people tell you anything. Invest in this book. You know, books are some of the most expensive, valuable items that you could have. Um, specifically, because you're gonna find in a lot of these books, especially a lot of these historical books, you're gonna find pictures and information that you normally wouldn't be able to get in your local library. Okay. Alright, so here's the stele. Um So, and I'm going to read it to you Here's what it says, right It says that the photo clearly shows the Aboriginal black race arresting the pale race It is a fact that the Aboriginal American Phenotypically the Negroid race Is the oldest race Anthropological and, and archaeological record The feather wearing shield Bearing black natives Okay, are the authors of ancient American culture. The Aboriginal race has proven to be the progenitor of the writing system, pyramid, and mound building systems. Okay? Now, here's what it says. There's the interpretation, and, and this comes from uh, Plate 139, official contemporary uh, from the Temple of the Warriors at Chisholm Ishta, Volume 2, Plate 130 through 170. Says that the interpretation of the scene is somewhat difficult as the painter appears to have been more skillful in his rendering of the unit figures than expressing the trend of uh, a concerted action. Nevertheless, the meaning of the procession in the lower part is patent. So check it out. The red stripe stands for the paved highway over which a band of unfortunate bound captives is being driven by their warrior conquerors. The pain on their bodies suggests affiliation with striped warriors and seen above, and hence justifies the conclusion that they were captured in the course of a raid uh, in the village by black-skinned people. So then they would paint their bodies. Sometimes they would give them black and white. Sometimes they would give them red. Listen, I ain't no motherfucking prisoner. So, you know, let's just put that out there, right? And I hope that... Um, you know, unfortunately, they like to, like to play this game with colors, right? But we're not going to play the game with colors, okay? But I need y'all to understand how they play games with colors, okay? How how this shit's been going on for a century, okay? Because I know I, I posted that, that flyer, right? I had the black and white tie on, but that ain't what, that ain't what that's representing. But I do, do need y'all to understand that. When people have black stripes on like that, black and white stripes, that's what they was, that's what that symbolized for them. Okay? I mean, and that's the old ancient practice where Aboriginals would do that. Okay? They would paint the captures like that. All right, now, 
Um, I'm giving you a little history here so that y'all can understand about the bug break-in and, and everything that happened, right? And, and what involuntary statements who it is, right? Okay? So, chattel slavery, right? And, um, and it deals with, right, the enslaved person, right, which is basically legally rendered to be personal property, right? Chattel, slave owner, right? So, in economics, the term de facto slavery describes the conditions of what they call unfree labor or forced labor. Now, uh, when you got to work for a penny a day, or three pennies a day. I don't know. I mean, what are they paying dudes in jail now? Ten cents a day or something like that? I mean, that's got to be. It might. I hopefully. I hope it's more than that. But I mean, that's that's some pretty degrading shit. You even have to pay them something like that, right? You even have to take a wage like that. Okay. But you become chattel. You become somebody's personal property, and you say, "Well, what is personal property?" Because personal property is movable. Means I can move your ass from place to place to place to place to place. So, see, in common law systems, personal property may also be called chattel. So, in civil law systems, personal property is often called movable property, right? Any property that can be moved from one location to another location. Personal property can be understood in comparison to real estate. They call this immovable property. Okay? So, movable property on land, right? Livestock. Shit like that, right? It was not automatically sold with the land. It was personal to the owner, and it moved with the owner. So when the owner he decided to move off of his farmland, right? His slaves came with him. See, the word cattle is the old, uh, the old Norman variant, right? Of uh, it's old French, right? Chattel, chattel, chattel. Right? But it, it derives from the Latin word capitalis of the head, right? Which was once synonymous with um, with movable personal property. Right? So let's 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 just talk about this real quick, right? Because this is gonna narrow down the subject to, right? Now there's the public and then there's the private, right? You could think of your federal government as the public. You can think of um, what happens in your house, right, behind closed doors. That that would be considered private, right? Now, in a political economic theory, right, um, you have socialists, you have Marxists, you have anarchists, right? But the distinction between private and personal property is really important. So the items of property that constitute um, a debate, right, would fall under certain things like capitalism, right, uh, private versus personal property, things like that. But personal property or possessions include items that are intended for your personal use. So like your toothbrush, uh, your underwear. Um, that's funny, funny, but, you know, hell, even toilet paper in your house, even though it's communal, it's considered private property, right? So it must be gained in a socially fair manner and the owner has a distributive right to exclude people if he or she if he or she 
so chooses. So private property is a social relationship between the owner and the person is deprived, not a relationship between the person and the thing. So private property can include artifacts, factories, mines, dams, infrastructures, uh, natural vegetation, uh, mountains, deserts, seas. Why you think in some places like the mounds here in Missouri that you can't go visit because they're on a military base? They've privatized your own shit. You do understand that for, unless you do a, what they call a formal process to come out of the government, to come out of this system, right? A formal process. You're the government's private public property. They put you in the public, but you're their private property. They emancipated you from being in the status of what? And you go read the Dred Scott case. Okay? Matter of fact, I think we'll, we'll after the break, we'll go through that, right? But um, go read the Dred Scott case, right? And what they told him. Okay? So those who, who perform labor using somebody else's private property are depriving the value of work, right? And are instead given a salary. You see, see, they, they pay you to be a slave. They will literally pay you to be a slave. So the term private property typically refers to capital or the means of production, while personal property refers to some type of consumer or non-capital good. So I need to ask y'all, are you private property or are you public property? Right? Are you a consumer? Because uh, we can go pull up the consumer protection laws right now, right? So why do you think they created consumer protection laws? Because we're dealing with property. You always dealing with property. You, you, either you own yourself or somebody else owns your ass. See, I own myself. You can't come in and do usurpation on me. It's not gonna happen, right? Slicker than your average can of oil. Uh, well, I say, mess uh, uh, up and slide, niggas start thinking it's electric. Don't let this shit slide. Don't let the government get over on this shit, right? Keep their ass in check. Authenticate your birth certificate. Do your formal processes. Set up your trust. But don't be trying to enslave nobody else. That's called binding somebody. Or bondage. I ain't a notebook nigga. You can't bind me. Okay. Now, um, unfortunately, you know they got these these sweat camps. And, and here's the thing: if you don't know anything about the, the early history in the 1900s in America, right? They, this is why they put child labor laws in place. Do you think? And, and here's the thing: do you, matter of fact, let me just let me let me show y'all something, man, because. I do know Labor Day is coming up, right? <clears throat> what y'all think they created Labor Day for? And I told you, what, I told you what a child is considered. Okay. I mean, this shit is sick, man. Like, like even the, the fact that people think that they can own other people is fucking sick. 
but it's just the way it is. So child labor laws in the United States addresses issues related to the employment and the welfare of working minors and children. What the hell do you think a working minor is? Somebody who hasn't reached the age of majority. So each one of y'all that's got a job, they consider you to be a minor. So understanding that this is why they did the Fair Labor uh, Standards Act of 1938. Okay, the whole 30s was was the Great Depression. Okay, when the stock market crashed, they had you had kids working in factories. Go look this shit up, man. You go, you can go YouTube a documentary about the uh, Great Depression, and you'll see what they had all of these kids doing forced labor, right? And it wasn't even really forced labor because they just can give a fuck. They're like, look, we need everybody who can work. And if you don't see what's happening right now with COVID, you're getting pretty close to that point again. History repeats itself, you know. The 20s was booming, and then came the Great Depression. Okay. So, under federal law, right, and, and this is why I say, man, some of y'all, you got to really, you know, I know how a lot of people don't want to be under the federal government. Right, you want to go back into your state. That's all good and well. Just remember that then it's up to you to keep the state in check. Because once the state gets a hold of you, the state believes that they can then control you. The federal, but they they fail to forget that the federal government is controlling them. So technically, your your first slaves in this country were your state of. And when I say slaves, I'm talking about slaves under the 14th Amendment system, not prior to that. So when all of the states decided to become part of what they call a national government, they became slaves too. How a slave going to own a slave? First thing you need to ask yourself, are you really a slave or is that the illusion of slavery? Okay. Now, this is something else that we got to deal with, right? And this should... It bothers me. I, I'm not going to lie to you. This this really bothers me is the whole idea of human trafficking. I don't like that shit, right? And I think that, um, I mean, quite quite frankly, it's despicable to me, okay? Um, and, and it goes on, right? So, and I'm, I'm well aware. I've had to check a few people about this too, right, because niggas will set up their trust, not thinking, you know, coming to me for information, thinking I don't know what they really, you know, what they really got going on. But um, I had to, I really had to check a nigga about this, right? Unfortunately, um, but human trafficking exists. It's real. Matter of fact, um, they called, they did a sting here in Kansas City about a month ago, right? A whole bunch of niggas went down as they as they should have. <laughs> I mean, it's just what it is. You don't, you know, you. Everybody deserves a fighting chance, straight up. Okay, but when we when we dealing with this, right, we have to deal with it from a perspective of understanding that these things exist. Okay, so um, human trafficking, right, it's a problem, but this is a form of slavery. Okay, and I'm gonna get don't worry, I'm gonna get into the laws because I'm gonna give you the remedy, but I gotta talk about the problem first. And and we're not gonna go as far back as the slavery that you've seen on roots. Okay, everybody's familiar with with, with that shit. Just understand that those people 
were only slaves because they were prisoners of war. You had Moors fighting, right, against uh, other Moors and against Europeans, and on both sides it was the same way. They would fight each other, and when your ass got caught, you became a prisoner. Okay, and then you became a slave, and then the, the federal government stepped in later, right, because it wasn't good for business, and they emancipated your ass and took you to the other side. Some of y'all need to listen to that song by the Doors called, um, I think it's called Breaking Through the Other Side or something like that. It's by the Doors. It's an old song. They did explain it. Now, let's talk about it, right? Human trafficking is uh, the trade of humans for the purpose of forced labor, sexual slavery, or commercial sexual exploitation for traffickers. Listen, man, if you out here doing this shit, right, and I, like I said, I'm not knocking with I, I'm not here to not what nobody does, right? If you decide that you want to involve yourself in these things, then you need to know that there's consequences to your actions. Spiritually, uh, 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 physically, might get your ass locked up, but it's definitely some spiritual karma behind this type of shit, right? But understanding this, right? We have to understand that this incompatibility is providing uh, a spouse in the context of forced marriage, right? There are people who have been forced to marry, okay? Or the extraction of organs, organ tissue, okay? Uh, you have surrogacy, right? Oval removal. Um, they'll make women have babies, right? Um, and that's a, that's a form of slavery. I mean, all of this stuff is, is happening. It's This is part of your... your, your your bondage that we're talking about tonight, right? So it's called exploitation. Okay, then you have people smuggling, right? Which is also human smuggling, right? But this is um, the practice, right? That's basically characterized by um, the consent of the person being smuggled. So smuggling situations can descend into human trafficking through coercion, threatening um, that person, right, or, or or exploiting that person. For a financial gain Right Now let, let me tell y'all something The oldest business in the world is pimping Pimping is the oldest business in the world Okay And if you agree uh, You know you got you got females who You know and you got men too Who, who agree um, To take part in these activities And take your ass to Vegas Right Take your ass somewhere legal where, where they've legalized this shit, right? They got, I mean, that shit's legal down there. That's why people go down to Vegas. Right? Now, I'm not going to say, like like I said, I'm not knocking nobody hustle, right? You want to do, do some pimping, do some pimping. But understand that there are legal ramifications to everything that you do. Okay? And at what point do you cross the line and it goes from being a, a business arrangement to um, violating somebody's human rights. Okay, so when we're dealing with international, right? Because and this is what I'm saying, right? This is forced labor. Now I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get some backlash. I know some of y'all sitting back in the background cussing me out like that because of what I'm saying. But I'm just keeping it real with y'all. This shit has to be said, right? Ethnic minority. Right, men and women, especially women, 
are highly marginalized groups of people, right? Highly estimated to work in some of the most exploitive and damaging sectors. Okay? Why why do we have to be, you know, like, come on, man, like, we some of the smartest people on the planet. And, you know, and, and that's what we result to? Come on. We got to do better than that, right? We really fucking do. All right. Um, so look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give y'all some some remedies to this thing. All right, because I've talked about the problem long enough. I'm gonna get, I'm off my soapbox about the problem. Right? Y'all are very aware of the problem like I am. Okay. So if you're about freedom and you're about freeing your people for real, for real. Like for real, for real, then then you're gonna be about this on a grand scale. White, black, red, blue, green. I don't give a fuck what color you represent. Put some freedom on that bitch. I'm gonna give y'all the remedy when we come back. All right, we're gonna go into some laws um, and we'll look at this a little bit deeper. Right here on the bottom line, it's Sunday. Uh. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, depending on who you are, they all holy days. All right, every day a holy day for me. Well, I'm going to say peace. We're going to be right back. We'll take some calls uh, after we finish the lesson, okay? Um, and I'll drop some laws on you when we come back, all right, to help y'all really cycle through this. We'll be right back. Have you made a lot of money out of your music? Money. I mean, what is, how, much is, how much is a lot of money to you? Yeah, that's a good question. Have, have you made, say, millions of dollars? No. Are you a rich man? What do you mean rich? What do you mean? You have a lot of possessions, a lot oh. of money in the bank. Possession make you rich? I don't, I don't have that type of richness. My richness is life forever. Mm-hmm. Where we at, Nip? Man, we in Tulum at the Mayan ruins. Just climbed off the mount. I mean, a uh, uh, pyramid. Got to the top. Seen the whole jungle. Shooting a victory lap video.
Listen to the music at the Maya Ruins True devotion on the bluest ocean Cruising. My cultural influence even revolution I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse me It's like that weirdo rap, you motherfucking shoot school I'm a urban legend, South Central in a certain section Can't express how I curb the tactics, definitely Evidence of a divine presence, bless me Held me down at times I seen reckless, effort Got a L but got a E for effort, stress me Dropped them off in the Mojave Desert, then left me Ain't no answer to these trick questions Money making nips, straighten out my jewelry on my best dress Well known, pick up in jail clothes Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's till T-shirts Whatever niggas, play a chess, not checkers Nigga 38 special for you clever niggas See bro, you ain't living down by the street code Been through all these motions, up and down like a seesaw I can never view you as my equal Fuck, I wanna hear your CD default Now, 
I'm gonna break this down for y'all, right? And 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 I hope that um, this can be understood, right? And b- before I give you the laws, I gotta talk about Dred Scott, okay? Because the Dred Scott case is a really monumental case. It was Dred Scott versus Stanford, okay? It was in 1857, okay? So Dred Scott, number one, Dred Scott did not know who he was. He didn't have a nationality. That's first and foremost. If you don't have a nationality and you walk around and you calling yourself a color, that's your first problem. Okay. Now, Dred Scott was a land what they call a landmark decision. Okay, and uh, when you deal with landmark cases, these are cases that substantially change the interpretation of an existing law. Okay, um, it establishes a new legal principle, if you will. All right. So when Dred Scott case was was first done, right, um, the United States Supreme Court held that the United States Constitution was not meant to include American citizenship for people of African descent, regardless of whether they were enslaved or free. And so the rights and privileges that the Constitution confers upon American citizens couldn't apply to them. I'll say it again. I'll, I'll say this again for y'all because it probably flew over your head. The United States Constitution was not meant to include American citizenship for people of African descent. So, so you understand that. Um, this is what I talked about the mental color system and your value scale, right? And, and they, they try to say, well, well, black people don't have uh, uh, any rights. That's what they try to say, right? Now, um, at the bottom of the color system is black. At the top is white, right? And unfortunately, they still use this color system today. Okay. White, black, red, blue, green, gold. Okay, I can't make this shit up. Now, the Dred Scott case, right? And, and this is this is this may be one of the most important cases. Um, Brown versus Board of Education is very important too, right? Y'all got to really dive into that. Don't just read shit online. Go read the actual case law, right? Because you'll find a lot of stuff in these cases that you probably didn't know. Um, existed. So in the Dred Scott versus Sanford case, okay, um, you know, this was this was pretty important holding. Number one, they said that persons of African descent could not be and can never be intended to be citizens under the U.S. Constitution, right? So the plaintiff is without standing, right? Now, that was the first problem. So which means which meant that they tried to say the supremacy clause didn't apply to him. So then they tried to say that the, the that the treaties didn't apply to him because of the supremacy clause, right? And so, or excuse me, let me rephrase that. They tried to say that the treaties didn't apply to him, and the supremacy clause didn't apply to him, and the Constitution didn't apply to him. So he couldn't use anything like the treaties in 1859 because they said that he came in there as a quote African. That's the first problem. Okay. That's why and this is one of the reasons why they did create the fourteenth amendment to be able to give you some type of right to citizenship 
so that you did have access to the Constitution. Number two, the property clause, uh, because it's very important, okay? Um, it, says that the con- it says that Congress shall have the power to dispose of and make all needful rules and regulations respecting the territory or the property belonging to the United States, and nothing in the Constitution shall be so construed as to prejudice any claims of the United States or any particular state. But this clause, commonly known as the property or territorial clause, it grants Congress the constitutional authority for the management and control of all territories. So the federal government owns about 28% of the land in the United States, right? So these holdings include national parks, forests, recreation areas, uh, wildlife, uh, all of that shit. It's under the Bureau of Land Management, right? And the Bureau of Land Management, okay, it deals with land. So it deals with property. So it deals with yeah, because Harry S. Truman, he created BLM, not Black Lives Matter, but he created the BLM um, in 1946, right? The Bureau of Land Management um, to deal with these things, right? So this also dealt with what they call the Homestead Act, all right? Now, all of this stuff plays a crucial role on what I'm talking about, right? Because it goes back to dealing with full faith and credit. This is why I asked you in the beginning, have you invoked your full faith and credit? Listen, I invoked mine. Maybe y'all gonna give me my full faith and credit. I don't care if I'm driving a black car, a white car. I don't care if my skin black, white. Just because your skin white don't mean that, that you're that you're on that you're listen, there's some white people who is more who who are more niggas than, than niggas. So your skin being white does not make you necessarily um, free number one, and and it doesn't mean you have full faith and credit over somebody whose skin is brown. Okay, so I've I've already invoked my skin, right? and I expect it to be put in place. Well, full faith and credit, and and Dred Scott didn't have full faith and credit; they didn't give that to him. But the full faith and credit clause requires states to extend full faith and credit to the public acts, records, and court proceedings of other states. See, and states are under the Fourteenth Amendment, so they got to do this. So the Supreme Court held that the clause prevents states from reopening cases which have been conclusively decided by the courts of another state. Okay, so the privileges and the immunities clause, all of this requires interstate protection of privileges and immunities. Clause, right, is applicable only to lands possessed at the time of the Constitution's ratification, the court said, 1787, right? So, um, and this is funny because, right, I'm, so I'm from Kansas, but um, Missouri was a was the last slave state, right? So, as such, Congress cannot ban slavery in the territories, is what they said. But the Missouri Compromise is unconstitutional. So, the Missouri Compromise, right, just so y'all know, was the United States federal legislation that stopped northern attempts to forever prohibit slavery's expansion by admitting Missouri as a slave state and Maine as a free state. Okay, in exchange for legislation which prohibited slavery in the remaining Louisiana Purchase lands north of 36 degrees 30 parallel. Okay, so the 16th United States Congress passed legislation in 1820. Okay, that signed off on this. Go look at the go look at the Missouri Compromise map. Right? 
stop by Popeye's and they got me some biscuits. It was a goddamn party going on in that bitch. Many people started showing up. Okay. That, listen, man. When there's power around, people understand. Okay. So, um, understand that the first thing was was that they told Dred Scott Africans cannot be and were never intended to be citizens. Then they pulled the property clause on my man, okay? And they used the Missouri Compromise because he was a slave still, right? Then the third thing was that um, they used the due process clause of the Fifth Amendment, which prohibits the federal government from freeing slaves brought into federal territories. Well, shall see. Listen, y'all see what the fuck happened? This is why the federal government had to step in and they really had to implement the 14th Amendment. Okay? So some of y'all would still be slaves today under your state law. Okay? Fortunately, the federal government um, you know, there's, there's crooks that work in there too. Okay? But Constitution is the Constitution. You can't erode what's been done. Unfortunately, um, the states got duped, but then again, they didn't. But they realized later that they a lot of realized later. You can read the congressional records; they should have never signed the Fourteenth Amendment, right? Because it made them slaves too, which meant that they became subject to follow the laws. And that's what I'm gonna give you next, right? But the decision uh, of Dred Scott, right, was made in the Dred Scott case, and in the slaves. Um, it dealt with him being enslaved, right? Because he was an enslaved black man. So um, the owners had taken him from Missouri, which was a slave state, into Illinois, right? And the, the whole Wisconsin territory where slavery was still illegal. So when his owners later brought him back to Missouri, Scott sued in court for his freedom and claimed that because he had taken, um, he had been taken into um, the free. U.S. territory. He had automatically been free and was legally no longer a slave. So basically, he was like, look, y'all took me from a slave state to one that wasn't, so I'm free. I can go, right? Of course, like, ah, 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 go now. Go now. Right? So Scott sued first in the Missouri State Court, which ruled that he was still a slave under his law. Then he sued in the U.S. Federal Court, which ruled against him by deciding that he, that he had to apply Missouri law to the case. Right, so he then appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. So then, in March 1857, the Supreme Court issued a seven-two decision against Dred Scott. Right, and in the opinion, uh, Justice Roger Taney, this is what he says: the court ruled that people of African descent, quote, are not included and were not intended to be included under the word citizens in the Constitution, and can therefore claim none of the rights and privileges. Which that instrument provides for and secures the citizens of the United States. Taney supported his ruling with an extended survey of American state and local laws from the time of the Constitution's drafting in 1787 that purported to show that a perpetual and impassable barrier was intended to be erected between the white race and the one which they had reduced to slavery. So because the court ruled that Scott was not an American citizen, he was also not a citizen of the state accordingly and could never establish the diversity of citizenship 
under Article 3 of the Constitution. Now, diversity of citizenship, right, <clears throat> it's a form of subject matter jurisdiction. This gives the federal court power to hear a lawsuit that doesn't involve a federal question. So generally speaking, diversity jurisdiction requires two conditions to be met. The first is that the diversity of citizenship between parties to a lawsuit meaning the plaintiffs must be uh, citizens of different U.S. states than the defendants. And second, the lawsuit amount in controversy must be more than $75,000. Let me tell you something, man. They have a motherfucking – they got it out for niggas. They really want you niggas to be slaves. I will never understand it, right? But it's about money. I mean, that's the only thing I understand about it is that it's about money. And it's very unfortunate. Okay, but this this is how long this been going on. Okay, so Dred Scott, right? Um, well, no, they 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 got in his ass, right? But after the ruling, right, on these issues surrounding Scott, Tandy continued further, and he struck down the entire Missouri Compromise as a limitation on slavery that exceeded the U.S. Congress's constitutional powers. Okay, so y'all understand that this is before a lot of stuff that is in place today happened. Okay, now I need y'all to understand that you can go back as far as the 1787 Constitution. You can go back as far as the Articles of Confederation and Association. Slavery has already been outlawed in the Americas. Period. It was already outlawed. Okay, now. Um, the majority opinion, right, that the slaveholding states was intensely um, decried in other states. So the decision basically it inflamed the national debate over slavery, and then it deepened the divide. They said, right, and then they said this is what led to the Civil War. Okay, and then afterwards you had your Reconstruction. But in 1865, after the Union won the Civil War, the Dred Scott ruling was, was voided by the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, which gave you your Emancipation Proclamation. And then they turned around, and they brought the 14th Amendment into place, which guaranteed citizenship for all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof. So I have to ask you, are you a slave, or, or are you subject to codes? Because now we're in a coded system, which is just a which is really you went from being in one person's trust to another person's trust. Okay, that's what the emancipation was about. It's about trust. Okay, but the Supreme Court's decision, right, denounced. It's been widely denounced ever since, right? But um, the United States, and you gotta go look at Bernard Schwartz. He said that. Um, it stands first in any list of the worst Supreme Court decisions. Right? Chief Justice Hughes called it the court's greatest self-inflicted wound, saying that he universally condemned the U.S. Supreme Court's decision. Basically, they knew it was a bad decision. Okay, the Dred Scott case was—it was pretty bad. All right, but the Louisiana Purchase is really important because the dispute on whether new states would be free states, like the existing northern states, right? Um, well, it was a pretty big issue. Okay, well, we're talking about Jersey, New York, Philadelphia, Maine, Delaware, the Eastern Seaboard, right? It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, 
economical for these people to have slaves. But it, it just wasn't. All right. Now, let me give you a couple of things here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some codes. Now, hopefully, this will will help some of y'all. Right. Um, 1581. Right. United States Code. 18 U.S.C. <clears throat> and I'm gonna go through a couple of these for you. Right. It says whoever holds or returns any person to a condition of penage or arrest any person with the intent of placing him or her in uh, or returning him to a condition of penage shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than 20 years or both. Now, what is penage? What? I'm going to pull it up, right? Let's get a working definition of it. Pinage. Okay? Pinage. And it's also under 42 U.S. Code as well, right? Pinage was abolished. The holding of any person to service or labor under the system known as pinage is abolished and forever prohibited in any territory or state of the United States. And all acts, laws, resolutions, orders, regulations, or usages of any territory or state which have hereto established, maintained, or enforced by uh, virtue of which any attempt shall hereafter be made to establish, maintain, or enforce directly or indirectly the voluntary or involuntary service or labor of any person as peons and liquidation of any debt or obligation or otherwise are declared null and void. Okay? Now, peonage, also called debt slavery or debt servitude is a system where an employer compels a worker to pay off a debt. Workers were often unable to repay the debt and found themselves in a continuous cycle. Okay? Now, uh, this is where your wage labor came in. Okay? So peons, and you hear people say, well, those are just peons working at that place because they're considered to be slaves. Peons and peonage can refer to both colonial period and post-colonial period of Latin America as well as a period after the end of slavery in the United States when they came in and put your black codes in. Now, your black codes, sometimes called the black laws, that govern the conduct of African Americans and free blacks, okay? I mean, y'all got to get this, man. The black codes existed before the Civil War. Okay, so a lot of y'all today are actually still dealing with black codes, believe it or not. Uh, black man, white woman, right? Black man, uh, black woman, white. Let's see, black man, white man, uh, black woman, white woman, right? Uh, uh, if you get pulled over, the cop will use color codes, right? I, I got a black male. That's a code. That's a, what they call it, color code. So they use everything in their color coded system. Okay. So when we talk about peonage, right, it's really important to understand that debt slavery is still happening today, still going on. So the whole idea of a peon, okay, deals with your so-called African Americans, or your, uh, or and they even pass this on to your African American freedmen through through labor laws. So when you're forced to work, it's called labor. All right. Now, I just had to drop that for y'all so y'all y'all would understand that. All right. Now, going back to the laws here. 
Let me pull them up again for y'all, all right? 18 U.S. Code, 1581. Part B, whoever obstructs or attempts to obstruct or in any way interferes with or prevents the enforcement of this section shall be liable to the penalties. All right, that's part one. Let's go to the next part. Vessels. Now, this is an important one because what's a vessel? Right? Don't you come, don't they, your birth certificate is a vessel. Your car is a vessel. Okay. Those are considered vessels. Federal statutory law defines a vessel uh, to be every description of a, of a watercraft or other artificial uh, contraveyance used uh, for some type of transportation on what they call the water. The high sea, maritime. Listen, man, they'll use your motherfucking car against you. Let me say, let me say it again. They will use your vehicle, your contraband against you out here because you're traveling, and when you travel in, you're traveling in the vessel. Okay. All right. So here's the next one. Whoever, whether as master, there's that term again, master, factor, or owner, builds, fits out, equips, loads, or otherwise prepares or sends away any vessel in any port or place within the United States or causes such vessel to sail from any such port or place for the purpose of procuring any person from any foreign kingdom or country to be transported and held, sold, or otherwise disposed of as a slave or held to service or labor shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not, not more than seven years or both. Okay, let's go to the next one. Enticement into slavery. Whoever kidnaps or carries away any other person with the intent, and this is under uh, uh, 18 U.S. Code, right? Uh, whoever kidnaps or carries away any person with the intent that such other person be sold into involuntary servitude or held as a slave. Two, entices, persuades, or induces any other person to go on board any vessel or to any other place uh, with the intent that he or she may be uh, held or made as a slave or sent out of the country to be so or may be held or three obstructs or attempts to obstruct in any way interferes with or prevents the enforcement of this section shall be fined under this title in prison not more than 30 years or above. B. Whoever violates this section shall be fined under this title in prison for any term of years for life or both. The violation results in the death of the victim. The violation includes kidnapping, an attempt to kidnap, aggravated assault, sexual abuse, an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to kill that person. <laughs> Listen, I can't make this shit up. They, they write it into the laws so that you can understand that states are still trying to get away with this shit. Literally are still trying to get away with it. Okay. Uh, human trafficking is real, y'all. Labor camps still exist. Uh, 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 people who work in jobs, they don't even know that this exists, but these are consumer laws, too, by the way. Okay, um, So let's keep going. 
sell into involuntary servitude. Whoever knowingly and willfully holds the involuntary servitude or sells into any condition of involuntary servitude, any person for any term or brings within the United States any person so held shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than 20 years or both. If death results from the violation of this section or if violation includes kidnapping or an attempt to kidnap somebody, aggravated sexual abuse or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse or an attempt to kill that person, the defendant shall be fined under this title or in prison for any term of years of life or both. Whoever obstructs, attempts to obstruct, or in any way interferes with or prevents the enforcement of this section shall be subject to the penalties described. Okay. I mean, I can't make this shit up. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Uh, By the way, right, I'm very familiar with uh, DOT. Right, Department of Transportation. For for those of y'all who are driving trucks, okay, because understand that if you out there driving a truck, this applies to you. Right, what y'all think is going on uh, with some of these some of these uh, eighteen wheelers on the road? You don't think everything that they're transporting is food, do you? Now, whoever being a citizen or resident of the United States and a member of the crew or ship's company of any foreign vessel engaged in the slave trade or whoever being of the crew or the ship's company of any vessel owned in whole or in part or navigated for or in behalf of any citizen of the United States lands from such vessel or on any foreign shore seizes any person with the intent to make that person a slave or decoys or forcibly brings, carries, receives, confines, detains, or transports any person as a slave on board such vessel or on board such vessels offers or attempts to sell or such person as a slave or on the high seas or anywhere on tide water transfers or deliveries to any other vessel and any such person with the intent to make such person a slave or lands or delivers on shore from such a vessel, any person with the intent to sell or having previously sold such person as a slave shall be fined under this title or in prison, uh, not more than seven years or both. They're not playing with y'all niggas. Okay? They're not playing. Let's go to the next one. Forced labor. Whoever knowingly provides or obtains labor or services of a person... By any one of or, or any combination of the following, by means of force, threats of force, physical restraint, threats of physical restraint to that person or another, by means of serious harm or threats of serious harm to that person or another, by means of abuse or threatened abuse of law or legal process, or by means of a scheme, a plan, or a pattern intended to cause the person to believe that if the person did not perform such labor services, the person or another person would suffer serious harm or physical restraint. They can be punished. How uh, whoever knowingly benefits financially, or by receiving anything of value from participation in a venture which is engaged in in the providing or or obtaining of labor or services by any of the means described in the subsection, knowing or reckless disregard of the fact that the venture has engaged in the providing or obtaining of labor or services by any such means shall be punished as provided. 
saying? So the term abuse, threatened abuse of law or legal process means the use of threatened use of law or legal process, whether um, they're using administrative law, civil law, criminal law, any of the matters, okay? Um, then it says the term serious harm means any harm, whether physical or non-physical, including psychological, financial, or reputational harm that is sufficiently serious under all the surrounding circumstances to compel a reasonable person of the same background and in the same circumstances to perform or to continue performing labor or services in order to avoid incurring that harm. You can't entice nobody into making other people slaves either. Okay? I know, I know. I'm I'm killing some of you niggas right now with this shit because this is going to hurt a lot of people's business. But I'm going to give you the remedy. Stand for, not, stand for something or fall for anything. If I'm not, if this doesn't apply to you, let it fly. Okay? Uh, <clears throat> trafficking with respect to peonage. Okay? Whoever knowingly recruits, harbors, transports, provides, or obtains by any means any person for labor or services in violation of this chapter should be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 20 years. If death results from the violation of this section or, or the violation includes kidnapping or an attempt to kidnap, aggravated sexual abuse, or attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to kill, the defendant shall be fined under this title. Whoever obstructs or attempts to obstruct in any way interferes or prevents the enforcement of this section shall be subject to the penalties. Okay. I mean, listen, this they got some good stuff here. Let's go to the next one. Mandatory. And listen, I'm giving you the remedy right now. Okay, so don't ask me what the remedy is later. Cause I'm giving it to you right now. Okay. You you have your constitution number one, which already prohibited. You have your foundational documents. Okay, you got your treaties, and now I'm going to give you the federal law that keeps the states in check. Okay, and it keeps other U.S. citizens in check, too, who decide that they want to play that game, too. Okay, now, notwithstanding Section 3663 or 3663A, in addition to any other civil or criminal penalties authorized by law, the court shall order restitution. This is where your equity comes in play at. This is why I think 40 acres and a mule was about, right? They were trying to give them people equity. Right, and that was the, this it was really the only way that they could do it. But nobody ever went into equity court to get the forty acres and the mule. Okay, so they never got the restitution. Right, so so black folks still ain't got restitution today. Um, and this is the reason why the Jewish people are able to get paid restitution from the United States for a war that didn't even happen here. Okay, because they were simply involved in it. You see how they flipped it on them. Oh, well, the United States, y'all was involved in the war, right? Why is it? Now, here's the thing. If the United States never put anybody in labor camps, why are they paying the Jews? Why are they paying the Jews? Next one. The order of restitution under this section shall direct the defendant to pay the victim through the appropriate court mechanisms. The full amount of the victim's losses as determined by the court under paragraph 3 of this subsection. So, an order of restitution under this section shall be issued and enforced in accordance with sections. As used in the subsection, the term 
full amount of the victim's losses as the same meaning as provided in the section. See, you're supposed to be able to go in and get everything back, make whole again. This is the shit I've been talking about, man, for the last year or so, okay? Um, it shall, in addition, include the greater of the gross income or the value to the defendant of the victim's services or labor uh, or the value of the victim's labor as guaranteed under the minimum wage and overtime guarantees. The forfeiture of property under this subsection shall be governed by the provision of uh, Section 413. Okay? As used in this section, the term victim means the individual harmed as a result of a crime under this chapter, including you – know, hold on, I lost my space. Okay? Uh, including in the case of a victim who is under 18 years of age, incompetent – Okay, there's your minor – right? incapacitated. Is your minor or deceased? Is your estate the legal guardian of the victim or the representative of the victim's estate or another family member or any other person appointed as suitable by the court? But in no event shall the defendant be named such representative or guardian. Which I, which I think these people have been trying to listen, man. That's why you gotta be careful when, when you when y'all getting y'all estates and all that stuff. Y'all gotta be careful with that. Do do. Do do an affidavit, man, of conservatorship. You got problems with it? Come holler at me, and I'll help you do it. Okay, it needs to be done. If, if you, there's nothing wrong with setting up a life estate, right? A living estate. It's still alive, right? And if and if you and if you do something and you mess up and you don't know better, it's better to stop where you at and try to fix it, right? Than to try to keep going and you fumble and keep fucking shit up. And I'll tell y'all again, you can't steal from other people. You're gonna get caught. You can't put you can't put people in slavery. You're gonna get caught. Have, have some integrity out here, right? Because this this all of this shit, they they put it in law for a reason, right? Restitution is real. So either you're gonna pay, and here's the thing, they'll flip it on you. So if you think you're going to make somebody a slave, they're going to turn around and make your ass a slave. They're trying to make them a slave by putting you where? In the penal system. What do you think happened to Bernie Madoff? Bernie Madoff made off for the whole bunch of money. And then they turn around and put Bernie's ass right up in the jail cell. I don't even know. Is he even still alive? Okay? But, I mean, you got to think about these things, right? They flip the whole shit on you. If you're not careful... Right, and this is why it's good to just do things with clean hands from the jump, right? But if you if you find yourself to be a victim of the the, the penal system, right, and this and this can be something as simple as working a job, right? Um, it could be something as simple as uh, a debt that somebody sends you owe them, and then they trying to make you a slave. Okay. Uh, it could be human trafficking, sex trafficking. It, it could be any of those things. All right, let's go to the next one. Benefiting financially from penal slavery and trafficking. Whoever knowingly benefits financially or by receiving anything of value from participation in a venture which has engaged in any act in violation of this chapter, knowing or in reckless disregard of the fact that the venture has engaged in such violations shall be fined under this title and imprisoned in the same manner as completed violation of such of the, of such section. Okay. 
So there's another one, okay? Let's go to the next one. Okay, because they're not, I mean, listen, man, we're trying to tell y'all. All right, here's the next one, civil remedy. An individual who is a victim of a violation of this may bring a civil action against the perpetrator, right, or whoever knowingly benefits financially or by receiving anything of value from participation in the venture, which that person knew or should have known has engaged in an act of violation in this chapter in an appropriate district in an appropriate district court of the United States. Now, let me point something out to y'all. What else does the district what else does the district court deal with? District court deals with the Constitution. They deal with the treaties. Now, I don't know if y'all peeped what they just did, right? They told you to bring a civil action, right? Which civil more two means to be civilly dead. But they told you to bring a civil action into a district court. Okay? Now, any civil action filed under this subsection shall be stayed during the pendency of the criminal action arising out of the same occurrence in which the claimant is the victim. Now, in this subsection, a criminal action includes investigation and prosecution and is pending until final adjudication in the trial. So no action may be maintained under the subsection unless it is commenced not later than uh, 10 years after the cause of action. So there's your cause of action like we talked about before, right? Uh, now, in any case, which the Attorney General of the state has reason to believe that the interest of the residents of the state has been or is threatened or adversely affected by any person who violates Section 1591, the Attorney General of the state, as what they call parents partake. I'll say it again. The Attorney General of the state, as parents partake, may bring a civil action against a person. This is where they step in for you. Okay? And they, and they can bring it against uh, such person on behalf of the residents in the state in, in an appropriate district court. Now, uh, the term parents parte, right? Let's just pull it up, okay? Because I, I want y'all to understand why this definition is important. Hold on. Okay. Now, parents parte. The government or any other authority regarded as the legal protector of citizens unable to protect themselves. I just had this conversation with somebody, right, about the Crips, um, or 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 the the, the police, <laughs> uh, and they put in place this to protect people who can't protect themselves, right? Now this also applies to um, a king. Because okay. there's a political affiliation there. Uh, this also applies, and if you don't understand that, right, when we're talking about the the king and, and the, the crown, right, there's there they are protectors, king's conscience, okay, the sheriff, same thing, okay. So the court will put this particular person in um, in this place, right? So. Understand that the the attribute of sovereignty, right? The law also ascribes to the king in his political capacity. And, um, they call it absolute perfection. So the king can do no wrong. Let's put that out there, right? Now, the king, moreover, is not only 
incapable of doing wrong, but even of thinking wrong. He can never mean to do an improper thing. Uh, so there is no weakness in the king. There is no folly. King king don't do what the fuck the king want to do. So understand that even Corinne's parte or patrie or, 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 or however you say I may be saying it incorrectly, but this applies. It's the principle that political authority carries with it the responsibility for protection, to protect people. Uh, listen, I believe in protecting people. People need to be protected. Okay? So it's a good thing that they put these things in the law. So when you have a violation... Right when we're talking about the slavery, and here's the thing: you can even go back and sue. If you want that forty acres in the mule, here's how you're gonna get it. You're gonna go into a court of equity. You're gonna go into a district court because you're gonna open up two different suits. One gonna be civil, the other one gonna be equity suit. You might even open up a third one for a violation of your human human rights. Okay. So the attorney general of the state, as parents partake, can bring the action. Okay? Now, here's the, here's the next one. I know y'all going to like this one. An injunction. So whenever it shall appear that any person is engaged or is about to engage in any act that constitutes um, or will constitute a violation of the chapter, right, or a conspiracy under this to commit a violation, right, the attorney general can bring an action in district court. Um, of the United States seeking an injunction. So the court shall proceed as soon as practicable to the hearing and determination of a civil action brought under this subsection and may at any time before final determination enter such a restraining order or prohibition and take such action as is warranted to prevent continuing of substantial injury to the United States or to any person or class of persons whose protection the civil action is brought. So a proceeding under this section shall be uh, governed by the federal rules of procedure. Listen, man, don't – like I said, I can't try to use these laws to, to usurp anything, right? The trust is a trust. But the trust is – you don't set up a trust to, to try to get out of shit like this. You set up a trust to protect people, okay? Set up a, I'll say it again. Set up your trust to protect your family. Set up a trust to protect other people. They have laws within the system to protect you. Um, hey, by the way, if you're in the chat, if you want to continue listening, you might want to call in 347-989-0194 uh, because we're going to go into overtime, um, and I'm going to need you to call in if you want to keep listening. All right? Now, <clears throat> let's go to the next one, all right? Um, now, when the indictment is unsealed, the court shall unseal the civil action unless good cause exists, right? So nothing in this subs in this section shall be construed or applied as to abridge the exercise of rights guaranteed under the First Amendment. Okay? Um, next one, 1596. So we went from – and there's quite a bit. We went from 1581 – down to 1596, all right? Additional jurisdiction in certain trafficking offenses, all right? Um, in addition to any domestic or extra, what they call extraterritorial jurisdiction, otherwise provided by law, the courts of the United States have extraterritorial jurisdiction over any offense or, or any attempt or conspiracy to commit an offense. 
right? And let me tell you something. Extraterritorial jurisdiction is when they try to give themselves extra jurisdiction to holler at you, right? But you can't have extra jurisdiction over um, a trust because it's in its own jurisdiction. That's the first thing, okay? Um, but they will try to pierce your trust if you're doing bullshit, right? Because they, there are still human rights violations, Okay. Now, here's what it says. Number one, an alleged offender is a national of the United States or an alien lawfully admitted for permanent residence as those terms are defined. An alleged offender is present in the United States irrespective of the nationality of the alleged offender. Why do you think I keep trying to tell y'all, man? Your nationality ain't going to help you if you're doing bullshit. That's why you got to be honorable. Hey, don't blitz. Hear me now or suffer the consequences later. Now, no prosecution may be commenced against a person under this section if a foreign government, if a foreign government in accordance with jurisdiction recognized by the United States. Hold on, I'll read it again. No prosecution may be commenced against a person under this section if a foreign government in accordance with jurisdiction recognized by the United States has prosecuted or is prosecuting such person for conduct constituting such offense except upon the approval of the Attorney General or the Deputy Attorney General or a person acting in either such capacity. Okay? Quite a bit of information here. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Hopefully y'all got this. This is, the, this is a hell of a lot of information for you to digest. Okay, but like I said, man, this is you know I, I'm speaking about this tonight because it's needed. I know I got some people out there um, who are dealing with some of these things. Right, I know y'all, you know, especially some of my women. I know y'all dealing with some issues, um, right? And I know some of my fellas. You know, y'all y'all are interested in protecting some of these women, right? As I am as well. So, as, as and I'm speaking to my men here, we have a responsibility to protect our women and our babies. Okay? Straight up. So, set the trust up for your family. Set the trust up to protect these people. But don't set the trust up because uh, it's money and, and, and you know, and, and you, you know what I'm saying. Don't set the trust up so you can go make money. Right with the bullshit, because because listen, that ain't gonna matter. They don't care what your nationality is if you're on bullshit. They're gonna they're gonna come for you. That trust only gonna take you so far. Okay, so you might wanna stop while you're ahead. All right, <clears throat> we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna open the call lines up. I would love to hear from y'all. This is um, this is one of them topics, man. Please. Press one, get in, holler at me. Let's talk about it, right? Um, it's controversial. I get it, right? My opinion does not, um, you know, my my opinion does not mean it has to be yours, right? But my conscience, right, um, is clear. The king's conscience is clear. We'll be right back. Think about the day I met the perfect stranger. I think about us. And I 
When I think about the day I got a rat around your finger, I think about us. The sun was shining on you. The Lord was smiling on me. Love was calling us I had my mind made up And I can't stop loving you I can't help myself And I can't get over you No matter what I tell myself Thought I'd ever love anyone else In my weakness I think about us And I think about the day you left Without speaking I think about us I think about the love we had For our children, I think about us today. I think about the way we laugh without a reason. I think about us, girl.
then you just look at them and say, well, I'm not dimming my light. I'm just going to hand you some shade. Sometimes you got to speak your truth, man. All right, we're going to go to the call lines, man. we open right now. 917-804. You're on the line. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. How you doing, my brother? Oh, wonderful, magnificent, and great. Told you I'm going to be here with Ooh. you, homie, as long as I can. I appreciate that. No doubt, no doubt, man. I'm loving the topic, you know. I'm loving the topic. I missed out a bunch of it, but I caught the back end. It seemed like the back end was most important to me. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, funny, I just did a little, little bit of history on it, but, I mean, this is an important topic, man. We're dealing with this, like, real talk, and it's such a it's such a taboo subject. People don't like dealing with it. People don't like talking about it. They don't want to They don't want to touch on it. You know, you got people afraid to see. But fuck that, man. If you, don't, you know, if you can't see... And, and help somebody out, then what good is it? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man, no doubt. No, I'm loving it, I'm loving it, absolutely. Um, uh, man, I didn't expect to be on the first, you know what I'm saying, I ain't gonna lie, you know, he caught me kind of off the prior yeah, type joint. You know? <laughs> man, I ain't gonna yeah, lie, yeah. Look, I'm hanging out, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me catch a couple callers, and I, you know, I, 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 uh, I'll mute out and come back in when I catch up I with my questions, yo. Okay, no doubt. I'll come back to you. All right, peace, guys. Peace to God. Let's go to uh, 720-837. You on the line. Peace to the God. Peace to God. Welcome to the show, brother. <laughs> yes, sir, brother. Good to uh, have you back uh, on Fridays and Sundays. Again for the first time in several months. Yeah, you're real choppy tonight. I don't know if you can hear me. Real choppy coming through. I'm gonna turn the music, yeah. turn the music down. You, you're a little choppy. There we go. Try it again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. So I was just, you know, congratulating on the return to two nights a week down. Uh, I'm a moment for the last man. couple of weeks. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, I'm uh, man. Good to be back on. Yeah, and uh, great topic tonight, and you know, you just you you you're just taking it higher and higher. So I just really wanted to uh, congratulate you on that. I didn't really have much of a, a comment, uh, but I'm trying to uh, catch up with you uh, in the in the private. Was a good time, brother. This is uh, Albert. Uh, me... Oh, is Albert? Yeah, you know what? I was uh-huh. in the gym earlier. I, I seen you hit me up. Um, I tell you what, uh, you can. What's the year? Uh, call me in the morning. 
Okay, around what time? Uh, let's. I'll text you, but tentatively, let's say around about ten. Okay, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Sounds good. I'm so happy and grateful. <laughs> the large sums of money are coming to me, you, and everyone on the line, my brother. Keep up the good work, man. Man, me too. Thank you, brother. Peace. No doubt. Peace. Where y'all at tonight, man? There's a whole bunch of people in here. They ain't got no questions tonight. For 917-804, put you back on. Yeah, peace of the God, peace of the God. Yo, we was talking about um, uh, you you was dropping on the Munson uh, color uh, color codes previously, right? Color system. Yo. Right. So so my my question is, um, if don't nobody actually put themselves in that status and correct it, um, it, it, it's majorly effective or effective when they don't actually solidify themselves into the actual trust, right? Yeah, so you rather have no grounds to stand on when you're not in the trust, right? That, well, that, well, that's true. And then if you don't do a formal a formal process uh, to, to come out of their system, then they also put you, um, you know, then you're still in the color code system. So, all right, let me explain it to you, right? Um, you, okay. have, you, you have uh, – and this is why see, you probably never re- realized it, but they call like, your white folks they call them rednecks, right? They don't call them rednecks; mm-hmm. it's a racist. They call them rednecks because uh, if if you're dealing with the color code system, if you're dealing with the scale, um, red goes out like blue does. It's outside of the color scale, right? In, ter- in right. terms of value. And so it, it's outside the value, right? So um, what happens is, is when you're dealing with blue, you're dealing with red. It's, I hate playing this color game, with me, but this is how they play the game. The USDA literally plays a game like this. So um, if you if you do not out with the transfer, right, and it's not done properly, then they'll put you on the wrong side of the color scale. Right, work, 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 work. I don't know how that, how that really, you know, like, I mean, because it happened to me, you know, and, and it took a lot of shit to correct that shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's still trying. I'm still trying to get some of that shit corrected. But um, just understanding that you have to do this, these processes correctly. You have to be very thorough. Like, hey, this is who I am. This is what my intention. That's why they always tell you to play your intention. Because other than that, they assume. Well, he didn't. He didn't really tell us what his intention was, so we're just gonna assume this about him. Right. That's that's how well, you rock off. Uh, they, they take you off the. Uh, um, you don't speak on it. You know what I'm saying? If you don't say nothing, then they just keep moving. Correct. Yeah, you have to invoke your rights. You have to invoke. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Now, my question. Uh, I, I did have this question. Mm-hmm. So once you mm-hmm. do the uh, you know the passport process and you know the whole process that you know y'all taught. So my question is because I ran across a couple different um, atmospheres that took place and I had to think about it later on down the line. I was like, hold on, yeah, it sounded like everything went through. You know what I'm saying? Like the other day, I had the police come over here. You know, I'm sitting outside, I'm blasting my music or whatnot. The police showed up and was like, yo, 
I got like three calls, so I had to show up. And I was like, all right, so you know, what's the problem? He was like, oh, nah, I just, I just had the calls, I had to show up, but the music sounds good. I'm about to leave. He was like, what the hell? He was like, well, damn. Let me. That oh, okay, okay. So, so, so let me explain something to y'all, man. And this, this has to be said. That's a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing because you had to leave you alone. But it's a bad thing because you've essentially lost your protection. You have to think about this, right? Unless you got an army unless you got an army behind you and that's called a militia, right? And they they, you know, they, they you know, and you know, this is why the the whole movement about the Moors and all that shit, right? And and them cats they they went to jail, right, having all having them guns and all that shit. That's why it's such a big deal. That was the militia. So what happens is, is you essentially lose your protection, dude, if you're not careful. I tell you like this. I've had to make – I've actually had to make packs with certain groups. You have to – I mean, that that that's almost required. You talking about John Wick, bro? You you, you yeah, want to know yeah, what that yeah. world is about? Come out of the system and then figure out how much mm-hmm. protection you have. Right, so right. yeah, the police, right. the police leave you alone. But if you and I'm telling you, bro, I, I would call them when I had issues. Sometimes they wouldn't even fucking show up. I had an issue one time. I had to call them. I don't, don't want to call the police, but you know, it comes point. Sometimes you need them, right? At least right. the motherfucker come make a report about this shit. So I, so if I, if I gotta sue somebody, whatever, something nigga, they wouldn't even come out. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. So when you, I was gonna say when you reach that level, you got you got to contact like Homeland Security type shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't just contact the police. Even Homeland Security will leave your ass hanging if you're not careful. Your Homeland Security got to operate under the rack. Why do you think people going people going to the protection of gangs? People going to the protection. Of uh, secret organizations, uh, lodges, you know, shit like this. Why a lot of people join fraternal groups for, for the protection? What for the protection? I guess they thought like they had no protection or something. Oh, yeah. oh you, they, 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 they tried you without the protection? Or they thought you didn't have it? They thought I didn't have it. I got plenty of it. Uh, mm-hmm. No need to speak on it. There's plenty of it. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. But, but, but I'm saying this not, not because it because it has to be bragged about. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm telling y'all because when you come out of this system, you have to understand that you lose the protection. Yes, you become invisible to them. Okay? Yeah, you, 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 lose, you lose your comfort level. Yeah, well, that's that's what it is. You lose your comfort. But there's a, but there's a very skillful way to do this thing without without losing your protection or your comfort level. But that's why you declare your intention when you're doing these processes. Because you don't want to lose. Right. So trust me, dog. You, you you don't want listen, man. You you don't want that problem. You don't want to be asked out out here. You know what I'm saying? No, no, you don't. You don't want to be asked out. No, no, straight up, and, straight and, up. And let me tell y'all, I, I, you know, I'm, you know, in the, in the spirit of transparency, I have to let people know this thing. Yeah, it's cool to come out the system. That's right. 
But if you're gonna do it, let's do it the right way. Let's do it where where your fa- your family is still protected, your babies are still protected, you know, uh, your your women, you know, uh, and even the men. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you yourself can come out of it, but you know what I'm saying? You gotta think about the actual ripple effect on like how everybody else is affected with you gonna be affected. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can come out, but. How's everybody else gonna be affected of it? You know what I'm saying? Well, well yeah, but because let's say you come out, but, and then they get you on on the thing where they won't come out to the house to deal with you, right? So if something happens in the house with, with with your kids or anything, they may not come out. Because somebody asked me a long time ago, they says, "Well, you know, if I come out the system, does that mean I lose? Uh, does, it, does that mean that I lose like ambulance services and emergency stuff like that? No, it doesn't mean that you're gonna lose that." But it, but it means that you're going to have a harder time uh, in acquiring Attaining. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, you can watch John Wick. You know what I'm saying? The cat knocked on the door and just like, oh, you working again? Uh, yep. okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Do you remember what John had to do to get protection? Yeah. Yeah, he had to go see the... Uh, you talking about protection, or you talking about actually to get back into the field where he wasn't didn't have the uh, the, uh, the hit on his head? Yeah, that, that was the same shit as protect. That was the same shit as getting his protection back. He had yeah. to show his film. Yeah, he had to go see the assault in the Morocco. Yeah, that's right. He had to go see the assault in the Morocco. Yeah, he and to, he had to come back he to what he didn't want to do. <laughs> he you had to, you know what I'm saying? He had, to, he had to take yeah. the ring off his finger, chop the finger off, and then, you know, come back as what he didn't want to do, just to protect his family. Exactly. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah big facts. Big facts. I mean, they show big you. Big John Wick movie to watch because they show you the private side. They show you what happens when you get excommunicado. Yeah, that side. was the word I for excommunicado. He's like, hey, man, look, I can only give you an hour. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, listen. Excuse me. Matter of fact, let me pull it up, right, for for our listeners, so so y'all can see, right? Because once I know that this, this shit is not um, it's it's not just something from a movie, right? But, yeah, yo. If, if, if they get hit to it, go check the damn um the tattoo. You know what I'm saying? The tattoo. Explain it. Right. So here it is. If you so ain't got it, it's a wrap. Yeah, well, there you go. Excommunication <laughs> is an institutional act of religious censures used to end or at least regulate the communion of a member of a congregation with other members of the religious institution who are normal communion with each other. The purpose of the institution act is to deprive, suspend, or limit membership in a religious community or to restrict certain rights within it, in particular those being a commun- uh, uh, in communion with other members of the congregation and are receiving the sacraments. It is practiced by all uh, Christian denominations. Yeah. Right? Okay. And, and what would those be? Come on, dog. Listen, man. This, this is why... <laughs> uh, you remember the movie Sister Act? Yep, right? yep, yep. What happened to Whoopi yep. and Sister Act? Sister Act was like... <laughs> Look. That was an example of what happens to women go into the into the into the convene or, or, and become sisters, right? For protection, I knew I actually knew a chick who had to do that. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, look, I even peeped that drink with, uh, I peeped that drink with, uh, the movie Ghost, too. Yeah. With, uh, uh, what was that cat? Ghost, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was running around and kept seeing a cat, and he was like, yo, I'm here, I gotta do this, you know what I'm saying? I gotta do this. You gotta fill me up. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it works. Wait a minute. I mean, you know, people need to think they're lucky stars. That the Catholic Church even exists, even with all the bullshit that they do, because there be a whole lot of people. If you want to talk about gangsters? That's your big, them your biggest gangsters right there. It's the church. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm trying to tell people about uh, yeah. the um, the Vatican is the actual, you know, what I'm saying the real bank, you know, what I'm saying holding down everything because that's got all the jewels under it and sure. whatnot, you know. Y'all forget, y'all forget, man. The 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 Catholic Church is the king's conscience. Oh, that uh, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You know, what I'm saying we talked about it last time, the king's conscience, and then they talked about um, hell was actually the uh, the uh, the the area under the actual king's throne. You know what I'm saying? Underground. I mean, not underground, but like under the king's uh, throne. That little area was considered hell. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you said <laughs> the king. Yeah, I took it back. back. I took it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, so the, the king's hell. Um, yeah. So, okay, so so um, and, and I'll, I'll put it up here. All right. Um, at, so the, they call them, and this dealt with like it dealt with like demons and all that stuff, all this other bullshit, right? But um, mm-hmm. soul demon, right? Um, and this is where you get the archetype. Demons and stuff that because um, it was it was said that up under uh, the, the demons set under the king, right, right, right. Yeah. So they consider yeah they they consider people to be demons. You know if you got condemned right. by the king. Facts, facts, and and I'm tell me if I'm wrong, but you know what I'm saying like when I did my uh, my first penitentiasis. That actually clicked in my head because it was like, hold on, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to, I'm about to um, serve the sheriff to make him come out and actually remove the judge and bring on twelve of my own to do the actual uh, jury. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. all that so, seemed to link up with me. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great thing to be able to invoke that. Um, and the putting in the cycle is, is an excellent way to go about doing that because you can invoke. Sheriff's jurisdiction to actually make him do his job, the right job. You do, you can actually sit yeah. the judge and make him. Do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If they supposed to be the sheriff in law. Why not invoke it? You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Why not invoke it? I don't understand why people don't come on. You know, y'all talked about that for a long time back in the day. You know, you had a nice little segment. Oh yeah, we did. I don't understand why people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand why people don't, you know, at least hit the archives and then at least, you know, come on and talk about what they actually invoked. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, don't listen you know, to this people, and don't do it. A lot of people just be listening to me. They ain't, they ain't not actively doing what I'm, you know, what we teach. Some people just be, li- I mean, and there's a good majority of people who do. Well, some people just listen. You know, I mean, yeah. I try to, help, I try to help a lot of people, man. You know, the best I can. And some people, they, they either take the information and they use it accordingly or they don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you 
I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to listen to it, if you're going to be in the, to the studies, get down with 100% or even get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you try to get down 50-50, man, you're going you're gonna to get your head bust when you go to court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's why you got to look this life. This, this shit got to be, you got to be really about this, man. That's, that's why I said, man, I don't, you know, I really don't have, I don't like when people are trying to half-ass the info. Either, either you win it or you ain't. Either you win exactly. it or you ain't. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man, don't, don't, don't jump onto this joint like it's a trend or nothing. Man, either you about it or you're not, dog. Like, it, it ain't a trend, you know what dog. Saying? It ain't. Ain't no trend with this information, man. I mean, you know, this yeah. is, but it takes a lot of studying. Like I said, I had to, I had to cut the nigga out last week. Gonna tell me, I ain't never done no studying in my life. I was thinking you shitting me. You know, Ooh, somebody it's like said I have, about you. Yeah, motherfucker said that about me and shit on Facebook. Uh, you know, so, what the hell? I said, man, you. Then I posted my show. He said me. <laughs> you know, so it's yeah. laughable now. It's la- it really is laughable, but it's like, come on, man. Like, you know, this is, you know, but he obviously either he's jealous or he just don't fucking know. Either way, you know, they they not they know not what they do. So, at the end of the day, this yeah, is yeah. Like, this for a select group of people, like, and that's why it's used to protect people. It's used to help people because you do have like, cops out here. That's killing people. You do have groups out here that that's doing shit like trafficking and all types of illicit shit. Like we gotta protect people, man. That's what they're protecting yeah, for. I came on back. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't even know when it came back on. You know what I'm saying? But I came on back in the day and I dropped all my testimonies. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I ain't had to use any more testimonies. But shit, man, I'm telling you. Shit, I used every one of them, and damn it, all of them work. You know what I'm saying? I'd be damned. <laughs> I'd be damned. You come oh, you yeah. read my, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Man, look, man. Oh, your, your testimony. Yeah, yeah, your testimony is needed. You know what I mean? Anytime that, yeah. and listen, anybody who got testimonies, man, I welcome you come on with your testimony, man, because it helps other people to know that what we're doing is not in vain. That that this this information is not in vain. It works, you know. Whether you trying to finish the credit, whether you trying to discharge the debt, whether you, you're trying to get yourself to a state of freedom, whether you're trying to help somebody else get free, or you just learn about that. This information is to protect you. Like right now, we dealing with COVID, right? And most people, um, like for where I'm at, they didn't they didn't put the mask mandate back in place. Right, some places that have yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah they got them. They got them around here. They got them around here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like um, the higher ups I'm working on under. You know, I'm still doing the uh, back and forth with the nine to five. But I hit them with the information and ask questions. They don't even want to respond to me. They got to wait to go talk to the lawyers and whatnot. Then before they talk to me, you know what I'm saying? Of course, of course. Because because they're they already know. Man, they they yeah, I'm like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> you call yourself a manager all you want. You still a PR. You still, yeah. you're still working for somebody. Listen, that's why I was, that's why, man, I work for myself. You know, for my own. I know. Boss. See, you can't be nobody's employee. You know what I'm saying? 
thankful for y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm shooting for. You feel me? Like I got my, you know, I got my little sea moss and fruit infused uh, flavors popping off. You know, you know, I'm sitting back <laughs> working. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, I'm, I'm sitting back waiting. Look, for real, for real, I'm sitting back waiting for somebody to sue. That's what I'm waiting for. I don't want to sue no regular people. Oh, I'm going to sue y'all. And we all, well, well, listen, you can start off with equity court, man. And like I talked about tonight, going go sue for, for the teenagers that they put you through. You could actually, you could actually sue for what's known as ancestral teenage, um, for, for where they had their ancestors, uh, in involuntary servitude. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's actually what, you know what I'm saying? You dropped it. Right, look, <clears throat> I be listening to what you say, but then you know, you, you know how you come through. You know, you get to listening to one thing and then you drop another thing, and I be forgetting about everything. But that's what I wanted to ask you yeah, about. Be, was uh, yeah, be all over. It. All good. <laughs> yeah, the lawsuit joint. You know what I'm saying? The lawsuits with uh, uh um, talking about um, they trying to make you do the COVID situation, right? And yep. then the HIPAA violation come through, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's the HIPAA violation, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yep. my biggest thing is, like, all right, you know, HIPAA was created for the um, protection of your actual vaccination, non-vaccination, the whole nine yards, you know, thing, however it goes. Like, that's what, that's what it was created for. So, like, how do you go about that where they talk about, oh, what the government's saying, oh, it's not a HIPAA violation. I'm like, well, what do you mean? No, that's what it was created for. Well, there's laws that contradict that, though. You see what I'm saying? So the thing is, is I've never seen anybody, unless you can show me the actual law that, that, that says that certain things are not HIPAA violations, then I ain't going to believe it. Because the fact is, is that you don't have to give up, give out your personal health information to anybody. You're not required to do that. And if, it, and if your personal health information does get disclosed, that right there is a huge problem, and that's a lawsuit. Even even forcing yeah. somebody to show. As a matter of fact, if it actually falls because they're forcing you to show uh, to show somebody your health information, how are you gonna force me to show my health information? Exactly, dog. I'm telling you, like I'm I'm sitting here, my my jaws is salivating. Like, nigga, are you serious? This is what you want to do? You really want to do this? Oh, well, there's, a, there's you know. <laughs> They, they got to be careful because they they will open themselves up to a lot of lawsuits. Mm-hmm. They open, open mm-hmm. themselves up, man, to a lot of problems. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No it, it, the, the, the main thing is, is like I tell everybody, man, you know, study this way. You know, this way you, you're prepared and you know, you know, um, the so somebody asked me about vaccination exemptions, right? And the actual proper term would be contraindication. Right, so contraindication is just basically saying, hey, because if you if you say that I want to be vaccine exempt, then then they can. And I talked about this before when I did the vaccine show, right? About probably about a year ago now. Um, what they do is they'll use that against you, right? And they'll say, well, this person's against vaccines, so he's he or she is being belligerent, um, this and that, and they, they call you a conscientious objector. Is the term that they right, right, right. And so Ain't you have like to on the lines of a goddamn. Um, that's on the lines of a damn. Uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, um, a belligerent for the Patriot Act. Yeah, it's a, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call it a belligerent, you and, and that also falls. Yeah, but that also a belligerent falls under um, under a uh, 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 law of the belligerent, which is military occupation. So you know you have to be careful because because then you start teetering into the military world. Right, right. right. And I can they cannot pull you into. They can't. They call it. I think they call it court martial or something like that. They can't even pull. They can't pull you into a military court if you're not in the military. Or they Jack, or they the cannot. Jack court, any of that. Yeah, they can't Jack, pull you into Jack, court. Yeah. yeah. Right, so, right, right, so, right. but it's still an issue though when, when we start talking about the belligerency and all of that. So, that, so matter of fact, I posted it the other day on Instagram. Where they think about putting people, they're talking about putting the CDC, about putting people in camps. If you if you're not vaccinated, quarantining people off. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, on the yeah. CDC's website under type in CDC and then type in uh, green zone, and it pop right up. Yo, you know it's crazy. I said this joint about six years ago. I was like, yo, I'm telling you. Like, they used to come through, like, we was saying, like, all right, these niggas going to come through, and they going to spray paint, like, a red X and a blue X, you know what I'm saying, just to see who was actually with the rebellion and who's against it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yo, that's when that's when Posse Comitatus was going to come into effect because, yeah. nigga, you can do martial law and whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going against, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. Posse yeah, Comitatus well, is what's going to take That's place. what I'm saying. They, they try to make you pick a side. Like I'm, I, you know, like I always tell me, don't don't pick no side, stay in the middle. You do better in the exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, do better stay in, the in your truck. Yeah, stay in I, your I, truck. I, like I, I ain't got nothing to do with either one of y'all. I, I ain't in that controversy. <laughs> I, I, I ain't controversy. That's public controversy. I ain't got nothing to do with none of y'all talking about, man. You know, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm hanging out over here, man. You know, trying trying to help people but, get hey. over here with me. Sidebar question if you can't answer for me. Um, let's say you got a 1099C. You know, that's a cancellation drink, right? Because, you know, we use that um, uh, full satisfaction drink, right? And then they hit you with that 1099C, which is a cancellation of debt. How do you go about um, canceling out that 1099C? Mm, I'm not answering no IRS questions on the air. You're going to ask me that in private. No doubt. No, no, doubt. no, doubt. no I don't teach you with IRS questions on the line, on, on public lines like that. No doubt, no doubt. I get up with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially when I'm talking about 1099. Yeah, even in the private, I'll show you how to do it, but not, not in the public, bro. Because I'm not, no I'm, doubt. because I, I, don't, I don't advise, I'm not a tax advisor, uh, you know, and, and I ain't trying to be, I ain't getting hit up for that shit. You already know. You already know. You know what I'm saying? I'll let me in the private, dude. So I'm more than happy to give you some private assistance. I got you. I got you, God. Okay. My man. All right, that's peace. No doubt. Good to hear from you, brother. Peace. No doubt, man. Every time. Peace to the guys. Thank you, God. Peace. Yeah, y'all know I'm going to answer some text questions, man. I... Especially, you know, not we don't do that no more. Um, but I'm happy to help you out in the private, though. Okay. Um, but I will tell you this: make sure you do a WAB. Hopefully, that'll give you a hand, my, my man. 
We're going to take a quick break. 813, I see you, man. Keep your hand up. We'll be right back. I'm going to get to you. All right, don't go nowhere. Keep it locked. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Personally, niggas rather work for the man than to work with me. Just so they can pretend they on my level. That shit is irking to me. Pride always going for the fall, almost certainly. It's disturbing what I grow. What I grow. Survey says you're not even close. Everybody's office to the top to pay for the office. To them end points to separate the men. From the boys over here, we measure success for how many people successful next to you. Here we say you broke if everybody is broke except for you. Ow. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Peace to the God, Joy. How you doing, bro? How are you? I'm doing great, man. Great, man. Just sitting back, man. I got a, I got a, I got an issue, man. I'm trying to collect my bag, man. Man, what you talking about, man? Men ain't got issues. We got concerns. Well, I got. <laughs> I, I need some. I need. I need some help with solving a problem. Let me just not, not say. I ain't even a problem. I just need some right. assistance. Let me just say, I need some All right, assistance. What's up? Well, you know, I, my, my bankruptcy over with my little lawsuit, man. So uh, I, I refiled my paperwork, and then lawyer emailed me back. He told me they're going to deny it because I ain't asked the court to reopen my case, file a motion to reopen my case. Now, how I, I need a brief example of how I go about filing a motion to reopen my case. After the so, state was so, left. What, what, what kind of case is it again? It's a... Um, Debt collection lawsuit. They've been a bankrupt for three years, man. We had this conversation a while back, man. You helped me out with it, and they just got out of bankruptcy. So, so it's, it's so debt collection. 
Impermissible credit pool. No, impermissible credit pool. Ah, well, don't even do a motion. Bring the case back. Just bring it back all together. Did they, did they dismiss it with or without prejudice? They didn't even dismiss it. They put it on stay. It was on stay because they were going through bankruptcy consolidation. Okay. Um, you can do a motion so they to consider, or, or or if they haven't ruled on it, you can move it to a higher court. You do a motion well, to move it to a it's already in federal court. Oh, you are you're in federal court right now with it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what you doing? FDCPA case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went. We how went you get it? it. In, thought, how you get it in federal court? Anyways, you did. Did you? I mean, that's it. Well, okay. I added, up all Let's the, I added it all up. It, uh, I added it all up. We had a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for a big bag. I'm in for. I'm in for a match, yeah. man. They was on there just for like they was they was on there for like eighteen nineteen months. You know what I'm saying? It's been uh, two years. So 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 where where are you at with it right now? Tell me again. Well, I I filed it in the federal court like like three years ago. Then they judge impermissible credit pools. That's FCRA. Yeah. So. Man, you helped me out with it a long time ago. You helped me out with it. We got it all straight. I, I, I vaguely remember that. So, so they haven't ruled on the case, and right now it's just right. sitting still. Or, or they, or I mean, because why do you, why do you need to reopen it? Like, like what happened the first time that they have to reopen it? Well, it just it was just in bankruptcy. They they sent me back. They was in stay. It was a, a automatic stay because they was going through bankruptcy. So the oh, bankruptcy so, over so, now. So they, so they need to stay on the case. So the, the case has, yeah. it just hasn't moved. Yeah, it just had to move. And they right. told me I could refile. They, they said I could refile. Yeah, never close okay. none. They said I could resubmit. So, so basically, you opened up the case, and then they didn't stay on it. And so then they told you that you could refile. Correct. Ain't that a bitch? So, so hmm. you actually never got it. You actually never had your day in court then. Right. Yeah. So I would refile. Um, but you don't. But you don't need to do a new mo- a motion to refile. Just refile it. File it as a new case. I did. Well, I filed it as the same case with the same case number because that that's what the. No. Um, Is that what they told you to do? But, yeah, they told me. I mean, the judge in the paperwork, the court in the paperwork, said I could just refile it 15 days after the stay is lifted. You could. I mean, or you could bring it back as a whole new case. But if you, but well, if, you, if you, it ain't on my credit no more. It ain't on my credit no more. So I no, can't that's really... okay. It, it don't matter. It don't matter. They was on your credit. So, so that, so there's a violation there because you was damaged. You see what I'm saying? So it don't, it don't even matter yeah. if they ain't on your. And I was, I was just telling this girl this the other day because it don't matter if they're not on your credit no more. You know, that shit don't matter. That well, fuck, I got damaged, and because I got damaged, I'm still, um, I still have, um. I, I still have some grievance here, so I still need you to help me out. I still need you to, you know, step forward and fix this. So here's my here's my point. Point is, point is, is at this point, what you're going to, have to do, bro, is is come forward with it, um, and file it again. You can use the same case number, but I would just refile it as a new case. So just resubmit it. Just do all do it all yeah, over. Just, just everything. 
something that you've done, they're going to they issue you with it because they stayed the case before, man. So so when they stayed the case, it, they stalled it out, right? And there's no, I mean, there's no guarantee it's going to move any faster by refiling the same case. You might as well file a new case. Yeah. Because the lawyer, that, he sent an email, that was, he was, was like, they're going to. The, the lawyer sent me an email. Talk, the lawyer sent me an email talking about they're gonna deny my my um case because I didn't file a motion to reopen or reconsider to reopen the case. So he filed this motion so, to, to dismiss well, my case. Well, that's what I was saying. I'm doing a motion to reconsider. You can you can always file a motion to reconsider. But I mean, I was just start like you said, start it over. Just I mean, I can't do no more new paperwork. I can't add. I can't. Cause I seen some mistakes I made at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to change too much up. But I seen a couple mistakes. So, so how you feel um, about about? Should uh, I clean up the little mistakes that I made? You could. So it's under. I think it's under rule. Rule. It's either 59 or 60, if I'm not mistaken, under the Federal Rules yeah. of Civil Procedure. Yeah. Um. It's been a minute since I looked. But I mean, I, I would. You, I, at this point, you you could refile <laughs> the same case. You really could. But if you refile the same case in your motion, you got to be very specific about why you're filing that motion. And they can't deny your motion. See, see what happens is, is you refile the motion, and they supposed to technically sign off on the fact that you signed the, the, the lawyer. They will sign off on the fact. That you signed the mo, uh, you filed a motion, um, and then the judge will sign off on granting you a new hearing, right? But obviously, they're not going to want you to do it because they're going to lose money. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man, I'm I'm for the start of consultation, man. I'll be talking to you this week. Probably, I'm gonna see what you got open so, room. So I'm, I'm trying to get this done ASAP because yeah. I mean. I, I, I filed a paperwork last week and he emailed me Thursday. So I've been looking on how to file a motion to reconsider or, or reopen the case after he sent me the email. So I was like, well, I got to redo this. If the, if the court told me just resubmit my paperwork after, after the stay is lifted, I mean, why are you telling me that I got to ask the court to reopen the case? That's what I didn't understand. Um, well, the, the, the reason why is because they closed it. They closed it, so it's, it's what they call a post-judgment procedure. Okay. But they didn't really do a judgment. So and it, and it is under rule. It's under it's under rule um, rule sixty. Uh, F, FCRP rule sixty. Because I did write up affidavits to get in court for free, and they accepted it. You know. Thank you for that teaching and that um, webinar. But I definitely Are used you it. I'm, I'm glad you got. I'm glad <laughs> you got in there. They, they let you in for free. Oh yeah, I got in for free. Oh yeah. That's what's, I'm glad that worked for you. I'm glad you got in testimony. I'm glad to know some of my shit worked. Shit. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, I, it definitely worked. It definitely. I, 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 I did it right. I filed it. They say, oh yeah, they accepted the game of case number. That's why I was like, okay, yeah. I, got, I guess I got to do it over. Yeah. I mean, I just 
Because I do it all over, like I say. I ain't got no problem with doing it all over because, I mean, I got all the paperwork. Well, before you do it all over, try to do a motion uh, to reconsider, to open up the case, see what happens. Because you don't want to have to go through the whole shit again, and you already got them to open up the the file for you without having to pay, which is a good thing. It's a great thing. Yeah. So why don't you try to do it again, do a motion to have them reconsider. Um, It's a debt collection case. So... It shouldn't be that hard to to get that shit back in front of a judge. Federal court is a tough court, though, man. It's just tough, man. But there's so much more money that you can get in federal court. Yeah, that's all. You know. Yeah, that's all. I was like, it was 18 months. You know, the, my math might have been off. Five, How maybe. much? Maybe. I actually found it five. That's pretty good. Yeah, I I'm I'm about to open up a couple of debt collection cases myself. I mean, shit, that, I'm in Florida, so the laws a little, you know, shaky. They're a little, they're a little convoluted. And I, I did my best math on them, and to what I thought was they are a little convoluted. Number. Yeah, um, credit report laws are very convoluted. But, oh, did, did you did you actually FCRA? Yeah, I did the FCRA. I did, man. I did everything you told me to do. I, w- I talked to you about three times before I got all this right, man. We, <laughs> we got all this, man. I'm, I'm glad that you actually just kind of implemented it, though. I mean, you just got, you got to see it through, though. So uh, do, do your motion. If you need to help with the motion, hit me up in private. We can, we can draw okay, with that. But... Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going to try to see what you got on your schedule for as soon as possible, man. I'm trying to get this done. Cause I want to I wanna get this behind me, man. Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. I'll be, well, I'll be, I'll be here then, bro. I got you. Uh, all right, I'll check on the website now, man. I'll holler at you, Joey, man. I appreciate it, man. Okay, Thank you, you man. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Make sure, make, sure you leave your, all right. make sure you leave your new number through when you book, all right? Okay, Joey, I will. Okay, God. Peace. 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 All right, y'all. I'm going to the private. Nigga used to use. I'm going to the private, y'all. Um, shout out to everybody that listened tonight. I appreciate y'all energy. Thank you for your time. It's a long. It was a long show. Um, but listen, man, take your time. Do things correctly. Got me help. Reach out to me. Um. Set your stuff up correctly. Do stuff on it. Do it with some integrity. And good things will happen. Alright? Stand in your face. Y'all have a great week. I'll be on on Friday. Um, I'll have signed up on the website. The flyer is up uh, for a seminar. So if you need information, the flyer is up. I'll be in St. Louis coming up, man. Really hope to see y'all soon, man. Um, with love. Joey Bounce signing off. Peace and God.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.